I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. But it was Joe out the stop. <laughs> These lyrics are wrong. Anyway, but <laughs> it was Joe out the shot, stolen art, catch a swollen heart, but it's not rolling smart. I put mad pressure on phony whack rhymes that get hurt. Shit's played out like Zodiac signs or sweatshirts. That's minimum. And feminine them like sandals. The minimum table stacks a verse on the gamble. Energy is felt once the cars are dealt with the impact of roundhouse kicks from black belts. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. And we're in the house on a very special Saturday morning uh, because it's feedback time. Yes, sir. So it's always special on Saturday mornings, you know? It is. Um, and I'm just happy to be here, guys. Um, appreciate all y'all coming out to support us, uh, showing up uh, Saturday morning. You guys could be, well, actually, there's nothing going on this Saturday morning. No college football, nothing to do. I guess you could be watching Melissa Harris Paris show if you want to watch do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you really want to hear people talk about uh, all the leaks from the White House and the NSA looking at our phone records? I don't think so. No, they was doing that shit anyway. I don't know why mm-hmm. people act shocked and surprised. Yeah, luckily for me, I did all my terrorism on AT and T. You know what I'm saying? Before <laughs> Verizon, that's what you're supposed to do. That's people. right. Um, now moving forward, we might have to change our language, but prior to mm-hmm. that, we were straight to go. Yeah, now I'll probably change my terrorism up a little bit, you know, on Verizon. I'll probably cut it down, stick to, uh, you know, maybe words with friends, terrorism or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but make sure you guys, um, continue to send in feedback, of course. You go to the blackouttips.com. That's the easiest way. Check out the about section for all the contact information. We post episodes. Uh, you can go st- directly to the newest podcast episodes by clicking podcast episodes at the top and it takes you to all the current shows. So if you want to vote in the polls, leave a comment, uh, you can do it all right there very easily. Um, you can always continue to donate to the show if you would like to do that. Uh, we're encouraging people to sign up for premium memberships right now. Uh, last check, we were at 121. Uh, and if we get the 130 by the 16th, I will get that tattoo on my forearm, y'all. And I'm not even scared no more. I'm a man's man. I want this. I'm glad you. I man. dare you, man. Like I said, we might have to set goals for me, but this show ain't gonna be drawn on my body. I dare y'all to get the 130 by the 16. Wouldn't that be funny though? Then uh, I was videotaping on my iPhone, and, then, and the shit was all like, uh, <laughs> "What was I thinking?" But I, I'm a man. I'm gonna be fine. I've been through worse. My tooth went through my lip. Did I cry? No, I podcasted like a G. I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. I hope we gonna upgrade from lip just whistling. <laughs> I was just <laughs> podcasting my ass off, son. Just whistle, Give a fuck. Let's do this. Well, I ain't brave like that, so I'm telling you no for me. Mm-hmm. Well, this ain't about you. Don't please uh, just hop up off of my time to shine, okay? Everybody, you already <laughs> tensed our Karen taking all the tippies. Uh, you know, I'm going to definitely make a who got a tattoo tippy this year, and I'm pretty sure I will win. So, Oh, yeah, you can have that one because mm-hmm. uh, I ain't getting drawn on. Yeah, it's definitely a category. I'll be the only option. Yes, she will be. Um, so people probably write in votes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's the Blackout Tips. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, watch us on Spreecast Live, man. We have a good time in the chat room. We play music before, uh, do a little stuff afterwards, man. You never know, uh, what's gonna happen, man. So, uh, we have fun. We answer questions and stuff after the show is over. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have Spreecast, if you have an iPhone, you can get a Spreecast app and watch us there. You can even chat from the Spreecast app. Karen does it all the time. So mm-hmm. when I'm lazy and Roger's recording, I don't feel like uh, either coming in and getting no live 
Or either I'm just lazy, so I just get on my phone. Yeah, well, let's get to all the, um, you know, goodness that we have here. Uh, first things first, uh, people gave us money, so I want to talk about that. Woo-hoo! So uh, if you send us donations, uh, like people continue to send us donations. Some people have premium and still send us donations, which is awesome i can't believe y'all are doing that like thank you very much thank you so much i you know uh i don't know if that's because y'all don't know how to turn your shit off i don't know but um thanks anyway we appreciate (laughs) it definitely every little bit helps man it does um so that that's just cool that people are even thinking of us that much to be like oh and here's some more um but uh yeah so let's get let's look at the first one um my man andre he writes a message with his, you know, Paul Andre Joseph, the fine malt liquor. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Please don't. It'll give you a hangover, too. <laughs> yes, it will. Don't uh, let the smooth name fool you, either. Yeah, a single malt scotch, Paul Andre Joseph. Uh, he says, so here I am listening to the last show, and I hear someone being called King of the Andres. Yeah, someone's, na- someone's named Andre King, and my man Mike Kaplan read his name in the chat room and decided he was King of Andres. Mm-hmm. He said, well, fuck that. My vanity would not allow another Andre to rule over me, so I'm, a sit- I'm submitting this donation to be the official Andre of the show. I will use my very limited resources about the podcast premium pr- privilege and podcast premium privilege to crush the, that Andre, <laughs> to crush any Andre that dares to be above me that will only be one just playing. Well, nah, you put your money on it. That's so, that's not so, a joke. You are so the official you are Andre. The Andre above the Andre, sir. Yeah, you you, you won that battle. There should only be one. You won. Till someone gives more money, that's the official Andre of the show. Yep. All <laughs> other Andres are below. A uh, second. A uh, 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 second. We never forgot that rule. So <laughs> you won't be official something. You put some money on it. Yep. Unless somebody outspends you, there you go. That's right. Uh, Jay Rich says, uh, "Recurring donation, bam, in your face." I say great dunk contest, bam, in everybody's face. Yep. Alicia Cristiani, she uh, <laughs> gave us a recurring donation. Yes, I look forward to your unlimited salad and lasagna tonight. <laughs> <laughs> from the old country. From yes. the old country. Uh, we also had um, Tabitha M. She hit us the, with the recurring donation. Thank you, Tabby. Uh, Shirley Huang Esquire, she hit us with that recurring donation after she hopped off of Kevin Durant. Um, ah! Michelle W. I hope she enjoyed it. Michelle W. The Shirley Wong of Facebook. She hooked us up with a recurring donation. Thank you, thank sweetie. you so much for that. Um, and that's it for this week. So thank you everybody that that continues to do it, man. Just like I said, uh, it's it's amazing to us that that people still want to do that. So thank you very much, man. Um, it is. And of course, thanks to everybody signed up for the premium thing, man. I don't know that everybody wants their business out there like that, so. I'm yeah. leaving it to them to yeah. publicize. Yeah, if yeah, but like this. If you want to make it public, that's up to you. Yeah. But when you sign a premium, we will not make it public. And um, just so people for the premium content know, you do have an individual unique RSS feed. Yeah, yeah. If you go to uh, the site, log in at the very top line. There's like your login dashboard and stuff. Put your name over, put your cursor over your name, and it'll say dashboard, and you can click that, and it takes you to uh your own page. On that page under there, it says, like, uh, I think it says user details or something like that. 
um and if you click that you have an rss feed underneath that the thing is you can't use like itunes to access that rss feed because yeah. of password protection that's what we're trying to work on our on. site but you can um open it up in a browser or any like other type of catcher or something like that typically and it'll list the episodes and the latest post on the site and everything you have access to when you click on it it'll open up for you so Mm -hmm. um it's an easier way i guess if you want to have an organized way to look at the site but we're still working on just like a media rss feed where you guys can just go and get just the podcast yep uh, we'll see what we can do. We haven't forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. It's a little difficult, but we're still doing shit, you know? Um, in addition to this, we have people who left five-star reviews, voicemails, mm-hmm. poll, co- co- uh, poll votes and questions. Um, let's check out the iTunes reviews next. Let's do it, son. Karen, what do you have to do to get your I- iTunes review read on the show? To get an iTunes review read on the show, go to any Apple device you have, log on to iTunes, type in the black guy who tips enough in the corner and say, leave us a review. Leave us a five-star review. We only read five-star reviews only. If you are not an iTunes member, go to iTunes.com, make you up an account. We don't care if it's just for us. Leave us a five-star, and we will read it. And we don't care what you say. You can say, my mama stank. You can say, promote your own business. We don't care what it is. But Karen, I don't own an Apple product. I don't own anything with Apple, Karen. Is it impossible for me to also contribute a five-star review? No, no, no. Go to iTunes.com. Now, if you ain't got the internet, you might have an issue. But you, mm-hmm. if you do, go to iTunes.com and register your account through that. You don't have to have an Apple device for that. Yeah. And follow the same directions. Very easy. Very easy. Um, So let me go ahead and read some of these iTunes reviews, the people who left us five-star ones. Um, Jerry L. says, I hope that's pronounced uh simply the best five stars best podcast ever had great had a great time chatting with karen on two brothers two mics podcast so i had to make sure that i showed some love keep doing the great work and i hope to be as big as y'all someday after i move to brazil wonderlust mikey yes i had a good time for those of you i know roger put it on the uh last post mm-hmm. uh but i was on two brothers two mics on, on a casino's corner and we had a great great time we had a blast so if you haven't ha- had a chance to check that out check that out check. uh paris 619 says my favorite podcast couple five stars hey 10 star rod and 10 star karen i love listening to you guys tuesdays them thrones episodes are classic don't watch the actual show but can't get enough of the commentary you patrice and justin give you know what would be an interesting experiment to see who doesn't even watch game of thrones but can keep up with with it by from our podcast and if they watch the episode they be like up to date a, a lot of people uh uh actually say they don't listen like but mm, i mean not that they don't, don't listen watch. they watch the show but they love they don't it's like i don't even care y'all just so hilarious then a lot of people because we talk about it so much have i literally went back and like me starting over from the beginning and watching so it's actually promoting people, especially with, uh, I think tomorrow gonna be like the season finale for this mm-hmm. season. So for a lot of people, you're gonna have, uh, basically the rest of the year, then to start back up in January, February, again the next year to actually literally get caught up. So when then things restart, you'll be up to date. But I think for people that don't watch it because we make it so much fun, it's almost like we talk about the bad girls clubs. Yeah, but I just would, it would be interesting to like sit with someone who's never seen it, but has listened to all the them thrones on our show. And uh, see if they were able to be like, oh yeah, that's the Kingslayer. Uh, he got his hand cut off, you know, yep. stuff like that. Uh, keep up the upstanding, keep up the outstanding job, you two, and get your mind right for this tattoo rod, cause it's coming, nigga. Love you guys. <laughs> it is coming. My mind is right, Paris619. Love you too. I'm not scared, I'm a man. 
dangerously funny five star dangerously oh that, that's oh. never a good sign fallen serif 125 i work on a construction site and risk getting killed because i insist on walking around with headphones and listen to, on listening to this pod two tears in a bucket all right fuck it i guess i <laughs> uh, hope you uh continue to be around uh to listen to the show and spread the word thank you I hope you're not really going to be a fallen seraph next week. Like, it fell off a beam. <laughs> yeah, I know. What were they listening to? Something about tipping. I, I don't remember. Some black guy that tips? He tipped over. <laughs> yes, he did. Right into the concrete. Uh, Five Stars Dude by Paul Mooney. I just subscribed to the premium shows, and it's awesome. I feel bad for you, Rod. You got to get that first tattoo. Me, personally, I don't have any tats. I bucked the trend in high school when all my friends and family were getting tatted up. I didn't get one to feel unique. Can't wait to see you inked up, dog. P.S. It would be nice if you could get archive section numbered off at the bottom of the page like they do on porn sites. It takes forever to reach your older content. Thanks, Rod. Uh, that's a good suggestion. And um, I'm actually going to look into that because mm-hmm. uh, I was noticing that, too. You got to keep going older, older, older. It would be cool. And I'm sure WordPress has some type of thing where you could just go to the bottom and be like uh, 17. But I'll see what I can do, man. Yeah, we'll work on that, sweetie um let's see uh you see the five stars by savage savant imagine having a great convo with good a good helping of humor about some of today's current events and then deep frying it what would you, what would be left with it would you be like, what you would be left with is this podcast go aggies thank you yeah i like that southern fried podcast five stars best podcast by far i love this podcast so much so I even signed up for premium. Thank you, Farrell T. We Woo-hoo! appreciate it. Yes, we do. They helped me get through my grueling day at work. Thanks and keep it up. Uh, five stars just for fun for my awkward musings. He says, who's the black sheep? What's the black sheep? Don't know who I am, but when I come in, or when I'm coming, so you sleep. Wasn't in my room, wasn't in my spear. Knew not who I was, but listen here. Dress D-R-E-S. Yes, I can suck a stars. If it's all right with you, I rip. This is one apart. Back, middle, to the front. Don't front. Want a good time. Gonna give you what you want. Can I get a hey? Hey. Can I get a yo? Yo. You get, <laughs> you got a hey? Hey. It's for the hoes. Hoes. The styling is creative. Black sheep is the native. Won't be violated or even decepticated. I got brothers in the jungle cousins on the quest death retarded uncles in bavaris where they rest yes which way what when how mr laundress black sheep slam now know that her the others phony to the lovers but then of course the choice is yours you can get with this or you, you can, can get, get with, with that. that thank you um love the show andrea 337 she says uh five stars of course hey rod hey karen it's andrea from lewis i mean louisiana louisiana not lewis i don't even know nobody in louisiana thing hey mm-hmm. sweetie uh little wayne he don't count everybody from new orleans uh just writing to say that i absolutely love this fucking show i first found out about you guys when rob plugged the show on an episode of the evening jones i have been hooked ever since my absolute favorite part of the show is them thrones recast with patrice c and i hadn't even seen the episode until recently shout out to you guys for getting me into the show love you guys and keep up the great work thank you uh either andrea or andrea i don't you know Black people would be pronouncing however they want, you know what I'm saying? But uh, thank you so much for um, writing the show. Thank we appreciate you, it. Yes, we do. And I'm glad you like them thrones, man. So mm-hmm. that's really popular. Uh, all right, man. Um, let's see if we can um, look at some of... Actually, yeah, let's do the voicemails, I guess. Right? Okay. Um, is that how we normally do it? Is it voicemail, then poll, then... 
no it's polls and, and comments then voicemails all mm-hmm. right um so let's let's check out this 481 meatloaf and fritos that was our feedback show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i was thinking about the conversation <laughs> It was a feedback show. A chill called and brought up a uh, smell, a uh, foul smelling vagina odor. And how do you talk? How do you have to talk? So we made that the poll. Would you tell a friend that their vagina had a foul odor? Yes, we'd have a talk. Or no, it's none of my business. This poll was one of the most controversial in the site history, Karen. Oh, snap. Came down to the wire. 50% to 50%. Yes and no. Chill had them tied up. People couldn't even make their minds up, chill. People cannot even say if they would talk to their friends. For shame, for shame, you people. How do you call you? Don't call yourself my friend. I ain't that you wouldn't so talk to tell me. me if I stink. Got me walking around here smelling mm-hmm. like funky mm-hmm. mashed potatoes and maggots, and you just gonna sit up here and let it be cool? You gonna let that rot? Anyway. The, we only had one cop, one person was brave enough to comment on this. Okay. <laughs> That's how you know everybody, it's controversial. I know everybody's just voting, mm, leave me out of this one. If the poll would have been <laughs> some old easy shit, everybody would be like, you know, I think Obama needs to sit Take back this. and just and, listen. And, and, and let me write you an eight page dissertation on how I feel about this. Yeah. But only Professor LCH had the balls, the temeritude to even discuss it. She says, I had to vote no. Oh, but she was on the side of not telling people. Well, that's terrible. Why? Because in real life, a number of years ago, I didn't say one word. So I can pretend I'm all that today. But the truth is this. I, at the very least, follow Rod's one-time rule. Except when it happened with me, I have evidence of multiple times. Oh, snap. One Saturday, like many, I did my wash. This was when I lived with a gal pal. I started with the dark and delicate items, per usual. I tossed my clothes in the washing machine, poured wool light, and started the cycle. After the washing was done, I returned to do a load of colored items, removed a few delicates to air dry while the machine drying did the rest. 30 minutes later, when I went to retrieve my clothing, the smell wafting was not the sweet lavender lavender scent of downy dryer sheets. Nope. Oh, that's not good. I washed the clothes again. This time, I decided to go through the items wondering what the fuck well, I found the covers. Two pair of her black undies mixed in with my dark items. Oh. Oh, my God. Even after two washings, they were still right. Oh. Jesus That's Christ. when you set them shits on fire. I would have heard the Jason music coming at If I would have threw the underwear on the ground and stomped on it like a rat or something. What? <laughs> ah, what's wrong with these? Show me what happened to my... I don't know what happened to your underwear, girl. I don't know. I don't, the, the saddest part is... In my mind, that just means all my underwear become dirty. So I got to run it at least one more time without her underwear in there to get that from up out of my stuff at least one more time. I mean, if you wash, if you wash your drawers two times and that odor does not come out, that is not a natural odor. There's something terribly wrong all up in there. You got some serious issues deep, deep down up in there. And you need to go see somebody that, that, that knows how to, how to look up in there and shine a spotlight on the issue and fix the problem. We need anonymous vagina postcards online. Like, uh, maybe even the, the people that do the postcards online where you can like send somebody a e card. Maybe they just need to come up with one for your vagina, like vagina odor card. But, but, and, and the, 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 the thing about it is that, and I guess for me, particularly being a woman, 
there are some things that just naturally happen. Like some of us talking about yeast infections. Baby, yeast infections don't stink like that. And yeast infection, that smell comes out. If 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 I wash it twice and it don't come out, it it is probably uh, something like a, something really seriously going on. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that people won't take care of their bodies, you know, because it's like it, who maybe they don't know though. You know, it's kind of like if uh, you have some chicken in the garbage can in your house and it starts stinking. Uh, you like it slowly starts stinking, and you're in the house, you won't notice it as much. But then you go. I don't know, to the store and come back, open the door, and you're like, the fuck is that smell? You know? Maybe it's like that, except you can never leave the house of your vagina. Message! Mm-hmm. You can, that's right. You can't separate your, yourself from So your maybe vagina. that's why they don't know. So they need a anonymous e-card, you know? Yeah. Or maybe you can send them an e-vite to the uh, OBGYN. You know? Yeah. And and my thing is this. I'm, the, please tell me. I'm like this. Please, I don't know. I don't want to be walking around offending people, knocking people out, having people mm-hmm. running and and, 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 um, busting through walls and peeling paint trying to get away from me. I agree. Uh, but they said, uh, I mean, but Professor OCA said, I didn't say anything. She had guys. We talked explicitly about what said guys did with and to her. I figured she had a unique body chemistry and no one was complaining. So I just checked the, the washer and dryer every time I did my laundry for that, from that point. Fast forward too many months to too many months later, my dear housemate learned that she had ahem, neglected to remove a feminine hygiene product. Oh, irony, which was the source of the odor. She was flabbergasted and horrified when her doc found it during a routine exam. I, of course, wasn't surprised. The mystery was solved. Well, at least the mystery was solved. Well, zoinks is what I say to that mystery. Um, That's terrible. Yeah, that's, all, that's terrible. Feel sorry for her vagina and their friendship. <laughs> Me too. I want to stay friends with my vagina. Uh, <clears throat> the next episode was P90 Triple X, where we talked to Morgan P. Campbell about newspaper industry, Black Burger King, bunch of stuff. Uh, the poll was, are black people to blame for same-sex marriage not passing? And uh, the poll was, uh, yes, it's mostly their fault, or no, it's bigger than them. Yes, it's mostly their fault, 16%. So 16% of people still go, yeah, it's black people's fault. Uh, 84% of people say no, it's bigger than them. One comment, Anthony Animal Thug Tatum says the Westboro Baptist Church is probably the most well-known church that is against gay rights. They are a family of nine black people and they really are aggressive with their anti-gay message. I don't feel comfortable pointing a finger at who is the most homophobic group, but if I did, it would be old people. Going deeper into the question, maybe black yes. people... Going deeper into the question, maybe black people are to blame because we are not voting as much as we can. And that's not so. I, I think the thing that really, really, really upsets me, I, people in general have been brainwashed to assume that shit don't get passed because of black people. Do y'all not realize we are such a small percentage of the population? Yes. Even though we're a small percentage, a larger, a larger percentage of our small percentage is religious. Yes. But overall, we do not have the voting power to vote shit down. We just don't. And, and what people fail to realize is that when shit don't pass, they want to blame us because we are easy scapegoat scapegoat when it comes to shit not passing but there are a lot of white people that are opposed black people that are opposed people from all uh uh walks of life and a lot of times people don't want to get to here on a good point it is old people and it is people that are religious and so yes uh, as a percentage 
of black folks, black folks probably has a higher percentage for our population, but we are a small percentage. So for people to even say that we're the reason why, I, I, I just can't buy that when I look at the numbers and you go, okay, out of the billions of people, we're 15%. Okay, how can 15% make this big of a difference when it comes to voting? I don't want, I don't believe that. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's overstated at best um, and that people want to, um, I think a lot of times people get angry because a lot of this is allies like this isn't um people who are uh like republicans pointing the finger it's like democrats and sometimes gay people who are upset that these things aren't passing and then it's like well it's got to be black people that's the problem and while i do agree that uh black it is more to me it is more egregious for black people to say they don't believe in gay rights they don't believe in like one person told me, like when I said when I was saying that um, Roy Hibbert was over the line and um, mm-hmm. he should have got fined and got in trouble for that for mm-hmm. saying no homo. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person was actually telling me like, nah, man, see, that's I said as a black person, I think it's even worse. And he was like, well, uh, I don't understand because black people, that's about civil rights. I was like. Uh, marriage equality is about civil rights. It is. It is. And that's like, what... I don't think you understand when, when someone shoots a gay man in New York, uh, for being homosexual as a hate crime, that's a, that's about civil rights. The yes, right, the is. right to live, you know, so. Yes, the right not to be harassed, the right, right to walk around, that's the a right civil to right. be married, the right to have the same rights as everybody else. It, is, it, it literally is a civil rights issue. Yeah, I don't get how you can't see that unless you're homophobic. Like, I really don't see how, People can't understand, uh, you know, the, 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 the obvious parallels between the two. And, and I feel like people only do that out of some misplaced homophobia, man. Yes. And before we go on, something else I want to say, uh, when, at the end of the day, people don't want to bring their grandmas, but you know what? You know who go vote? Your grandma go vote. All your old aunts and uncles go vote. Your great grandma go vote. Your granddaddy. These are the people that vote. Because- I'm just, I, you know what? It's just funny and it's ironic because, People will actually talk about their families and talk about all the issues they have as a gay person, white people, whatever. And they're like, oh, my uncle is this, my grandma is that, my such and such is this. But it's black people that didn't go out and vote enough for this gay thing to get passed. I, I it's don't like, buy that. it's like, yeah, but you, your own family, Nobody. it's not like everyone around you is supportive of you. That's right. There's people in your own family, just like there's people in my family. Like it's a problem that's bigger than one race. And I, you know, it's just weird, you know, but whatever it's, yeah. it's it makes people feel better. It does. Know, it does. To blame someone. And, and, and the thing about it is that just like the civil rights issue, it has to be bigger than a black issue in order for shit to change. Once, once white people started saying y'all not being treated right, we have to help and support you too, because a lot of people have a tendency to forget civil rights wasn't all black people. There were people from all races and colors and creeds that helped black people get their rights. And that's just like gays and homosexual. Just because you might not be gay, homosexual, transgender, anything like that. It takes you standing up for to help them get their rights because them by themselves can't make it happen. It has to be a, a, a unified change across the board in order to make changes happen. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's how I feel anyway. I don't think I think people get way too caught up on the idea of like how can we break it into whose fault it was and yeah. these are the one because it's like. Cause they don't want if to that's your that if that's families. your angle, it's not going to work. So no. you got to come at it from a different angle. You got to figure out how to get people on the other side, on your side, not 
how to blame it all on black people. Yeah, but, um, nobody won't say, Grandma, I'm not coming Thanksgiving dinner because you don't like homosexuality. No, nobody going to say that. And the main issue I had with that article is that it didn't name names. Not that I'm saying name the black people and we can go after them together. But if you just yell all black people are the problem, you're losing, you're only losing more and more support. You just don't have people go, well, I'm not part of the problem and I'm black. So ain't that the truth? You know, I'm not out protesting. Why, yeah. Stuff. Why are you coming at me? That's, that's what people do. They get defensive, you know? Um, all right. So on your offensiveness was, uh, the name of this, uh, next episode, 483. We talked about, uh, Roy Hibbert and his commentary. HC said, you know who I blame for this Hibbert mess? LeBron. That LeBron hate in the media had people searching for their anti-LeBron heroes, Derrick Rose, Kevin Durant, and they all got roasted in the summer of Bron. Now LeBron is back for the summer of Bron part two, and the media started hugging Hibbert when it looked like he would bring the party to an end. So now the spotlight is on this goofy dude uh, who isn't used to it and got too comfortable. The media is now more heartbroken because their new hero is the one that made the anti-gay slur. Damn you, LeBron. Um, honestly, uh, I, I don't think that's what it is. Um, I really think this is not the climate that it was even four years ago. Mm-mm. And you can't say homophobic shit Mm-mm. and think that it's cool. Nope. You're going to get in trouble. And the NBA has a duty to do that since they stepped to the plate and we're going to be leaders of changing the language, yep. changing the discourse on these topics. And yep, uh, I can't blame those them. commercials a few years ago. Don't don't say gay and all that type of stuff. Like when you talking to people playing basketball. So it's like it's like they've made it an agenda. But then you have to punish players who, who go against this agenda. It's like when you're at work. Right. And your boss makes you all everyone here, there has to get the same sexual harassment training mm-hmm. and then you go out and grab some girl's ass on the way out the meeting they're gonna come down on you you yes, can't go are. you can't turn around and go but this is what i do in my off time we don't give a fuck you're at work now and we have a policy against it and it's very public and you are have been made aware of it so uh you know it's no i have no fucking uh sympathy for that dude because you own the clock dog you own that clock the poll was would you guess a woman's weight if she asked you to yes or no yes a lot of brave people 37 percent. this is much higher than i would have guessed they 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 must not be too concerned about their lives 63 percent of people said no uh let's see the comments legal legally lovely says I would always guess a ridiculous low amount just to be on the safe side. Right. But you can't win because if a woman says, how much do you think I weigh? And let's say she weighs 175 pounds and you go, I don't know, 130. They don't go, Ooh, I look like I weigh 130. They go, Oh my God, I'm so fucking fat. I should be 130 and I'm fucking 170. Yep. This is terrible. Yep. That's a, That's a lose lose situation. Just just check out and be like, no bitch, ask somebody else. Yeah. Now if it's that's what I do with age. I'll like if it's an age thing, uh I would like and I know that they're a certain, you know, age, I would throw out a much lower number every fucking time. How about it? every fucking time, dog. Like that's different. Like some motherfuckers are stupid enough to go for accuracy. Good luck, nigga. But they be like, you five. Yeah. I ain't five. Okay. Well, then that's how stupid your question is. Justin P says, nope, never again. Learn my lesson. Fuck that noise. I just go with healthy. How much do I weigh, Justin? Uh, you're very healthy, ma'am. End of discussion. <laughs> I wouldn't even say healthy. Cause nope. That, that is euphemism for fat. Yep. End of period. Unless, of course, they're obviously unhealthy, then I just let them know I'm not acquiring blame for your future health problems. 
yeah i just don't say shit i tell them i'm not guessing that is honestly for real being a woman that's the best thing and i don't know why women even ask that stupid ass question yeah i don't want to know i don't yeah uh hc said made that mistake once in high school so naive got it exactly right too but that's not the point the more experienced me recognize that anything you say to a woman can and will be held against you in the future right that's the truth don't say that don't guess i don't know yeah the way i look at this poll is 37 percent of our audience has never tried to guess yeah and they just don't know what the fuck would happen ain't that the truth it's like yeah we i would guess of course like okay don't yeah. take advice she go off or punch you in the face or snap you be like what i say yeah she don't t- why she won't talk to me mm-hmm. ain't that true why she look at me sideways every time i go in the room because he just said she was too fat or too or, or either you was you said a weight that she wish she could have been yep episode 44 nice day for red wedding uh we discussed them thrones with patrice um but another thing we discussed is uh i'll meet people who date meet online have a higher rate of not divorcing and all this other stuff and happiness uh so we asked hey do you seriously consider dating people who you meet online yes or no because it still has a stigma you know mm-hmm. chris and uh kev uh had a uh podcast about this uh a week ago where they were talking about randomly hey uh okay cupid you know we're both on it and you know uh by sunday i was on the show on sunday and uh your baby girl was saying hey um jessica was like just go out why don't worry about going online to meet people just go out just so there's a stigma to it like why do you have to go online what what's wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you it's like a is they don't mean to be mean but it's very subtle jabs at you when it's like what's wrong with you why can't you meet someone why do you need to go online why would you just go out to a club or to something just go out i like you people would like you if they met you yeah and my thing is and and i know me and right side of this it's an age thing it's completely age um our generation what do you mean jessica's our age but it's still an age thing people our age still think there's something wrong with you if you go online but if you talk to people in their 20s a lot of them don't most of them don't see anything wrong with going online meeting Mm. people and things like that it's like once you cross a certain bracket i may be 25 and up i don't know what the age is people have a stigma with dating online i honestly wonder if that's true though because uh i want like if you're just talking about people trying to hook up through twitter and facebook i think that's everyone's doing that no matter what age pretty and that's much. still online dating even though people yeah but if you're talking about dating. like okay cupid and shit i don't think 25 year olds are going on okay cupid who who are these billions of people that's going on there that they keep saying that they have customers i think it, i think it's a lot of people and they're ashamed of it people our age oh okay they they, they just don't openly and publicly talk about it yeah, yeah i okay. think they're on there and they're okay. just like because uh, because okay. once chris and kev start talking about it on twitter other people start chiming in people that never discussed this Oh, All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I've tried that, too, and I've noticed these things about the site also. Hey, man, I've actually been on there before, too, and I noticed this, too. And it's like, huh, that's a lot of fucking people, man. It, it is, because two people in the chat room, one person said they met their boyfriend online, some people said they met their wife online. So, yeah. I mean, people do do this, but I guess a lot of times when you're having casual conversations, people say, well, y'all meet, people expect you to say, I met him at the mall, I met him here, I met him Yeah, it's like, so, yeah. you're supposed to be shame, but come to find out. There's a higher chance of not being divorced and a higher chance of being happy, according to that survey. And it was like of 20,000 people or some shit. It was like a ridiculous number of people. Um, I really think, and, and like I said, it makes fucking sense to me because it's like, 
if i'm online putting something in my profile when you approach me we have something to talk about now i'm not yes. saying that means we're gonna have a love connection no but we're not going blind if i meet you at a fucking bar the only thing i know is that we both came to this bar tonight that's right that's it that's it you know maybe what you have on or something but i'm searching to find something we have in common mm-hmm. whereas um uh, you know on a on a website or something we can even have a little discussion before we go on a date where it's like Hey, I noticed that you said you were into Transformers. I like the Transformers. And, you know, obviously that's a, so a corny example and maybe somebody wouldn't like it. But if I saw a chick with Transformers in a fucking profile, I'd talk to her. Because I'm like, oh, shit, really? You know what I mean? God, like, I love Transformers. Let's discuss this. Like, Let's talk about them formers. I don't mind paying for your dinner so we can talk about some, some, some shit that we're both into. And it might not be tra- it could be anything. It could be I'm with you. Sports. It could be video. I don't give a fuck. But something where we can have a discussion and have a as opposed to I met you out at the booty shake joint. Well, what are you into? I'm really in the church. Fuck. Well, this date's going to be short. Yep. You know? Um, so, yeah. Yes, 57% of people do consider it. And still, 43% of people still say no. They don't consider. They will not date someone they meet online. So it's a big stigma attached to it. You know? Uh, Justin P left the only comment. He said, the times are changing. True blind dates barely exist anymore. At least not in any circles I'm aware of. Yeah, because like you said, like Roger said, even if, um, people don't do OJK Cupid, people that have talked to each other. OJK Cupid? Oh, okay Cupid. What yeah, did I say? Okay. My bad. No, that's cool. That's oh, cool. Okay, okay Cupid. My bad. Um, People still communicate with each other through Although Facebook. I would like an OJ Cupid where OJ Simpson is just on that meeting women. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, let me see. Well, I'm right. This, okay. I think for, uh, a lot of people, they still meet each other on Twitter, through Facebook. Like they have some interaction prior yeah. to physically meeting. Yeah, like I said, even though people don't consider that online dating, but for some people, that is a, a form of online dating because I know something about you. You know something about me. We're not walking in blind. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree, man. Like I said, it's just such a stigma with online dating that people are ashamed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know. It's like um like I see Rubox ride in a Twitter in the chat is going. It's a twenty to eighty twenty eighty percent chance that you that you could probably meet someone online that wasn't trying to kill you or is a total creep. So it's like, like that, that type of too. that type of stigma is what why people are like scared to say, yeah, I went on OJ, I went on OKCupid, and and to I me, I went on uh you know Match dot com, and I guess to me, when it comes to people, when it comes to people, regardless if I meet you, I I, I guess regardless if I meet you face to face or online, there's some things you're not going to get around because you're dealing with people. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously people could be crazy, and I and I think yes. her point is that her point is that. Okay, Cupid is like free. So, oh, I have you know, it's like if you pay, pay for, for something, them, then it's like it's better. Right. Yeah. And that's like Xbox. Why well, Xbox is much better than PlayStation because you pay for your online experience. All of a sudden, it's way better than the free shit that other people do, you know? Um, all right. Let me, um, talk about the next episode. We had 485. This episode needs no title with Mike Kaplan who uh was one of my favorite guests ever man just yes amazing it was dude, so man. much fun to have him on yeah man. i we have to have him back at some point we man. do i just enjoy listening to him, him think talk. and talk yes. out loud it was just the way his mind ticks i love it yeah man he was he was he was great um so we had a poll for this one it was could you be in an open relationship because he talked a lot about uh 
a bunch of stuff but one of the things he talked about extensively was uh being his relationship uh status like how he kind of pursues relationships and the idea of monogamish the idea of an open relationship uh serial monogamy just like a bunch of stuff man and he was just like so eloquent about it and uh it, it just thought for broken I, I really enjoyed that conversation so we made it to poll uh, and it was could you be in an open relationship yes i think i can do that 17 percent. no it's not for me 76 percent of people say i couldn't do it and seven percent of people said hey i'm in an open relationship right now so you know it was interesting man interesting results there um so it's looking like about one out of four people think they could would at least attempt it if not or if they're not already in one um justin left the only comment justin p says yes i'm willing to give it a shot an open relationship where you make your own rules sounds wonderful to me especially since i'm a bit of a serial monogamous as um as or as my favorite cousin kisha has determined i'm in love with being in love myself the initial meeting getting to know a chick and so forth is the best part in my opinion now if i could do that over and over while being 100 percent honest about it with my mate winning for the record, I've gotten bored before being in an openish relationship. Openish because neither of us knew. <laughs> Damn. I was, it was emotionally, I was emotionally never sexually cheating on her hard. Hashtag bored. Come to find out she had a long sex ridden affair with an ex roommate of mine. I thought I was, I was all types of weird for feeling that way, but turns out she too, she too was just, wait, turned out she was too. She just went balls deep with it. Now, had I known about open relationships, what, Karen? No, I was just laughing at the oh. way you said she went balls deep with That's it. what he put. In he, sports? Mm-hmm, not in sports. <laughs> balls deep in vagina. Uh, now, had I uh, known about open relationships and had she been down with it, we might be still be together today. So it's settled. I want, I want this. Hashtag don't judge me. Yeah, Justin, I feel like uh, kind of like Mike's thing is. Now, Mike is kind of has an unfair advantage because he's famous. And he talks about it, so people, like he said, people, people know, know about it um, coming into yeah, it. Yeah, the average person is not like that. Yeah, you'd have to do a lot of uh, discussing up front with people and introducing the concept to them. But the point being, um, I think that is actually way easier for people if you are upfront and honest with it, with it and talk about your limitations and talk about what you're into and what you're not into and what you deal with and what you won't deal with. I mean, that's even in a regular monogamous relationship, you better talk about that stuff. Yeah. In any relationship, that's good to be like, uh, this is what the fuck I'm into. So, um, yeah, that's, and that's awesome, man. I hope you find, uh, the women or people or whatever that you, uh, that you need, man. Uh, we also had some comments on medium talk three. I had two new comments. Great interview from Tatum two one six. Nilla, that's uh clove if you guys listen to chonilla.com podcast he said man it's always good here some real friends talk some real shit thanks for sharing guys inspiring this is the episode of course where i talked to Scarfinger, mm-hmm. scar heart heart and um i actually listened to some of where's my 40 acres and they discussed a lot of that stuff in detail uh because so much of it was public at this point that they yeah. just went in and discussed it and uh they didn't hold anything back i don't feel so uh, if you guys want to hear more discussion about that uh where's latest episode of where's my 40 acre has a ton of it um we also uh i posted the the blog post from last week about the the number of uh the number to the tattoo which when it was 96 out of 100 that pick 
and uh be black told me you made me believe so <laughs> i'm glad to hear that all right man voicemails um time for me to take a couple minutes off from talking and listen to what you guys had to say man so um thanks to everybody to put a voicemail in um definitely gonna play those for you and uh you know let's let's get it going uh yeah um <clears throat> I got a question for Ask Rod and Karen. You know, I don't know how that shit go between you and Rod, but Karen, you know, you always looking to chime in. Okay, here's the deal, right? <clears throat> Let's say you fall in love with a motherfucker, right? And initially, you know what I'm saying, uh, for all intent and purpose, if they even make sense what I just said, I don't even, I, I don't even know if I'm using the right context. <clears throat> Forgive me, I'm going through some shit right now. Okay? My mind ain't right. Uh, let's just say, initially, everything is good. You know, the nigga treats you good. He washes his ass, everything. So you get with him and you settle down with him, and now y'all a little happy couple shacking up and shit. So all of a sudden, right, you find out that the motherfucker that you got with don't like to wash they ass. Hey, it's like the motherfucker washing every other day, every two days and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, sometimes you know what? If it's a fucking whatever it is, it, it could be up to like, you know, three or four days between washings and shit. You know what I'm saying? So this is my thing. Now, you love this person. But all of a sudden, you see in the side of this person, and you find out this person like to wash their ass. Will the love change? Will the love change? I mean, think about it. It's like, could you let a motherfucker, or could you sex a motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Just think about it. You ain't wash your ass for days and shit. You got this motherfucking pissy, shitty, if she's a woman, bloody ass, fucking dead skin, oily ass motherfucker on you, trying to fuck something and fuss a nut. Really? You gonna let that slide? Hell no. Which means you ain't gonna have sex. And if you ain't gonna have sex, what does that say for relationship? Would you fall in love? Do you think a non-bathing motherfucker can make you fall out of love and potentially damage a relationship? Because I don't give a damn what you say. It's like, look, you know, you put away a lot of shit, but the fact remains, if you wash your ass, you just wash your ass. And the other person don't wash their ass. So how can you find compromise with a motherfucker that don't wash their ass? I mean, last week I talked about meatloaf and Frito pussy. But think about it. If you wash every motherfucking three or four days, do you know what the pussy smell? The pussy smelling like a dead body. The dick smelling like a dead body. I mean, come on. So, I mean, really? Okay, y'all gonna fuck dead body pussy and dead body dick. Ladies, how many of y'all out there are sucking dead body dick? Niggas, how many of y'all out there is eating dead body pussy? Not none. I bet you not none. So, like I said, do you think that can make somebody fall in love with somebody? I don't know. I want to know. I get with y'all. Uh, okay. First things first. This the first thing this made me think about is what the fuck was medieval sex like? 
you know because like that definitely was a thing at some point in our existence uh people were definitely fucking uh while only taking baths when it rained and shit like that like that was a thing that happened Uh, nasty i know i know and then like i guess if both people were were nasty but then i it's guess fine. if everybody was funky then, then yeah there's no com- clean or the, the, nothing like that yeah you it's know, all comparative right you know yeah because folks watch game of thrones all them folks was funky there was no indoor plumbing no outhouses and shit like that right all the incense in the world just uh but uh the second thing is and i asked her this last week how much of an issue is this for her because this is the second week in a row that uh we had a question about people being stank ass around her and i told her like that's not acceptable mm-hmm. and I, I i would basically do the same thing as to me i'm listening to last week just listen to last week look same discussion just switch it from vagina to just regular font body odor and it's the same discussion you get one time i'm gonna ask you about it and confront you about it and especially if we're together and uh if the shit happens again we won't be together it's it's simple it's not really that it's not that big a deal no it's not wash your ass yeah you i don't want to be around you you stink especially being a woman it's a lot that's a very and that's a very easy thing to take care of in 2013 that's an unacceptable what a soap shit people give it to you for free yeah it's an unacceptable reason to to that's just no good reason for that uh all right next voicemail Hey, what's up? Uh, shout out to Premium Rod and 12 Star Karen. This is your boy, Classic Material, aka Classic Material, uh, Comedy Killer. Uh, it's been a while since I talked to y'all. And of course, uh, you know, love to the, uh, PPGWP Nation. I'm, uh, proudly part of the Premium Subscriber, uh, whatever roster. Uh, and, uh, I'm glad to do that because, you know, Rod, I hope you get a huge Big ass green goblin tattoo on your back or something like that. Uh, you know. Or maybe you get like a, you know, LeBron James, you know, with like three or four headbands or something. That would be a good tattoo to get. I don't know. You, know, you should probably put up a poll or something as to what tattoos you want to get. No. I want to basically uh, just respond to, and I know Thomas sticking on this bit, uh, to the uh, episodes you got going on right now with uh, Morgan P. Campbell. Shout out to Morgan P. P90 Triple X. Uh, as soon as he got to that part about the porn, porn gyms, first off, yeah, that would be something. I, you know, I, I think it's something like, it's like a gym next to a gym, like kind of, when you go into the back cave, you gotta go into the library and pull back a book or something. Maybe you go into a regular gym and like you pull a certain like weight rack or something and a, a wall just like kind of turns open and you see like a hidden gym next to the gym or underneath the gym. That's where the porn starts go for privacy or whatever. Now, that's probably what's going on. It's like a, a, a secret underground network of gyms. Um, but the, there's one porn star in general. Uh, actually, two things I'm going to reveal here you know, in terms of showing that classic is a deviant, as, as most of us are. Don't judge me. But the, there's one porn star in general. I think her name is Semi uh, Desora. Uh, you can go and Google that if you want to. I'm not going to spell it for you, but... Uh, she actually, uh, and a lot of porn stars are also fitness instructors, and I think she's full-time fitness. She might have retired from the game or something, but uh, people say that there's more recent videos out for her. But uh, she also does uh, personal training, and uh, she's, not, she's also, like, on that fitness circuit or whatever. So I know, you know, that's 
that kind of goes hand in hand with the business. You know, there's a lot that uh, you know are in that uh, you know, physical fitness uh, industry. And also, uh, one of my favorite go-to videos when we're looking at videos, uh, and those are this classic that I do this. But I looked up. Uh, there's this fun call where these girls are like taking a yoga class, and I guess the yoga instructor's all horny and stuff. So he's like, you know, going overboard with them. He's like rubbing his balls on their on their neck and crazy shit like that. So they figure they're gonna have revenge, and they strip down the yoga instructor. You know, and they and they basically you know, they whack him off and shit. Give a blowjob, and next thing you know, the girl stands up and just rips a hole in the yoga pants, and then it takes get the fucking. And I'm like, wow. And I don't know why, but I keep going back to that one video. I got it bookmarked and everything. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's all the deviance that I have for you guys. Love the show, and uh, we'll be enjoying the premium stuff. And uh, Rod, green couple of tattoo, get it on the back. Peace out. Okay. Um. Okay, for the record, there's no um picking the tattoos. Uh that's already been decided. It's gonna be the logo of the show. Yeah, so there's no uh of course classic would want some shit from the nineties like get some ninja turtles on your back. That'll be good. Ah What no, about no. micro machines? You want micro machines on your arm? No. Uh but uh nah, we we'll definitely um it's definitely gonna be the logo if we get the one thirty. If not it'll just be the hashtag. But um yeah well you know that'll happen as far as um the yoga instruction porn um i haven't seen that i've seen those before. i've seen yoga pants fucking porn but not the instruction porn so you say you've seen yoga instruction porn karen mm-hmm. yeah like like they'll literally have a class where they come in there they'll be you know stretching and and you know doing the downward monkey the funky bird and all whatever the kind of just stretches. Made up. okay oh yeah now the stretches i made up but they okay. do but they do be stretching and then it goes from that to like he said they'll be walking around them then all of a sudden they put their dick and balls in their face while they while they're doing the downward monkey stretch and then they see you know she, she like rips her pants up and she ain't got no drawers on and everybody get the fucking ah okay oh that's new i haven't seen that i have to Karen's up on it more than me, guys, even though she claims <laughs> to not know shit about porn, right? <laughs> Next voice. Hey, man. Ron Karen, it's classic again. I'm sorry that the last call was too long. I looked at the time stamp on there, and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry for that last voicemail. And this doesn't help any because I'm leaving another voicemail. Anyway, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Have a good Saturday. <laughs> what? He love a voicemail about the other voicemail being 17 seconds too long. <laughs> He's like, it's a little too long, y'all, a little too long. He's like, my bad, guys. I didn't know the time. Uh, this is actually making it worse. Uh, this is now th- four minutes of, of me not talking. I'm sorry. Oh, you good, sweetie. Uh, la- uh, next voicemail. Black people, what up? It's Mike from Waterloo, 48. Um, I've been calling in to say, all right, Jones, he is a motherfucking legend. Um, yeah, yeah, the way he's talking about slapping both men and women the fuck out of their head, it's how he talked about everything, like every single Deacon Jones interview or like his discussion on football, like a professor of football sitting down, like just explaining everything in the most deliberate detail possible. Um, and Rod, I don't know if you were aware of this or not, you might have been, but, um, Deacon Jones is the guy who invented backing as a thing, like it didn't have a term. And they didn't charge as a stat until so he was like, yeah, but I'm getting the quarterback. It's like, I'm back in Rome, which is, again, another professorial-ass reference to make. So they started charting back after Deacon Jones was like, hey, man, I'm doing all this extra work. Y'all motherfuckers need to pay attention to this. 
So, yeah, that's crazy that he said that. I've never heard that clip before, so that was my mind. But Deacon Jones, OG, one of the greatest of all time, he certainly will be missed that I don't think any NFL player has that kind of personality now to say ridiculous reckless stuff like that. So keep up the good work, uh, and I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace, man. I appreciate yeah, it, uh, and, Mike. And I didn't, like I said, Dickie Jones before my time, but one thing I can say uh, is that if you are a dude that can basically change the foundation of football, like they had to make rules and regulations around you, you basically created a new position and all that shit, you, you were something special. Yeah, definitely. And especially if you're a dude that can change the game. Back in breaking arms was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, an extra step. Because any time you go upside a man's head or a woman, <laughs> then they have a tendency to blink their eyes or close their eyes, and that was all I needed. David Deacon Jones was a defensive end whose head slap maneuver helped him intimidate offensive linemen to the point where he often encountered little resistance on his way to the quarterback. <laughs> He is equal opportunity head slapping. Oh, a little resistance on his way to the fucking uh, anything with a woman involved, too. <laughs> he was slapping, that come from some experience. He was slapping people in the head, dog. Yes. Men and women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, did, I forgot, but somebody was telling a oh. story about him, and they were saying that... Uh, <laughs> One of the quarterbacks like put like a rusty nail or something on their helmet because they got tired of being smacked upside the head. Yeah, yeah. So they put a rusty nail in the ear hole of the helmet so that when he slapped it, the nail came out and stuck in his hand. And he was like, I bet you won't be doing that again. But, uh, whoo, whoo. That's my nigga though, man. So, of course, rest in peace, Deacon Jones, one of the greatest ever to live. And, uh, a true, a true innovator in the game of slapping people in the motherfucking head. And a man that was about equal opportunity, not just a guy who's about, I'm going to slap someone in the head because it's a man. Mm-mm. He said, look, I don't gender. Heads don't have a gender to me. No, they don't. Mm-mm. There's the only thing I see is slapped heads and unslapped heads. And that's <laughs> bigger. Deacon Jones than, than, that's bigger than any agenda. Listen to this man. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was two purposes. People sleep on that to do two purposes. That's good. I actually named yesterday's balls deep after that part of the statement because everybody sleeps on that. To do two purposes is some real good uh, old black man English. That's 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 underrated. Oh yeah, old black, old black man English is the best. Mm-hmm. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, an extra step. Because any time you go upside a man's head or a woman, <laughs> then they have a tendency to blink their eyes or close their eyes, and that was all I needed. David Deacon Jones. Oh, man. He said that shit like what you say at a staff meeting when you are addressing your coworkers. <laughs> it's like, look, anytime that you go to uh, your manager, whether it's him or her, he said it like that. Like, you know, like, it's, it's like anyone is welcome to come into my office and discuss sexual harassment whether it's a man or, or a woman, woman. Yeah. like he that said it, he did, it would make sense there was no anger there was no it was just like no. sometimes women need slapped upside the head 
<laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and I hate when treasures like this die because I bet she has some lines for you. Oh, it'll never die for me. Um, all right. What, what, what were we talking about? Oh, oh voicemail. We were doing voicemail. <laughs> mess us all up. Uh, here's, here's a voicemail. Hey, Rod. Hey, Ken. It's your boy, J-Rod. Jim West, 35, coming live from the South Side. You know, hey, it's been a while since I called into the show. Just, just seeing how you guys are doing. Uh, same as usual. Love the show. Love the podcast. And I'd like to thank you, Rod, personally, for all those tanks, young. Young. <laughs> young. Thanks for those takes and Karen. I'd love to thank you for the gift that you giving. Um... You know, back to the podcast, back to you guys' podcast more. So, um, yeah, just just keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'm spreading the word about it. So, yeah. Oh, and I'm kind of trying to catch up because I haven't been uh, on the podcast lately. But, Rod, did you ever find a new job or well, how did that turn out? Now, I know, <laughs> you know, you're probably like, what the fuck, man? That's, that's been a long time ago, but that's how long I've just, you know, been out of the loop. So, yeah. All right, man. Uh, peace, Black Tip Nation. I'm out. All right, man. Peace. peace. Um, and uh, that's all right. That's obviously J Rod, uh, Jam Boy, seventy five, come live to you from the South Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, that that that. Uh, as far as finding a job, the that's um, this is my job now. So. His uh, full time job. Yeah. Y'all fail to realize the hours he worked. Like this week, I've been working overtime, so I've been getting up at six. So when I leave at six, he literally starts working at six a.m. Yeah. And without fail, normally there's something awaiting me at six that needs to fucking be done too. So I don't got access to the site. I'm like, oh shit. Just like, oh, just kidding. I wasn't logged in. My bad. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> hey man, I didn't think to hit the refresh button before waking you up at five in the morning. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought, hey, it's time for him to get up. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's what's going on, man. Like, uh, this is my full time job. That's why we started the premium program. That's what gives us, uh, some leeway here. That's what enables us to be able to have money we can count on. If his job is the podcast, y'all, mm-hmm. uh, which is really important to us because that frees us up to make the show better, to pursue better guests, mm-hmm. to, uh do, do more, more episodes things. yeah just the idea like people just doing more episodes is crazy like you that's that's like more research that's more topics that's mm-hmm. more stories that's more uh you know like it's it's a we've come a long way in a short period of time man but it's because people have had our back every single step, step of the way. way and if it wasn't for them we wouldn't be able to do this and especially just the idea of being able to say uh fuck you um we don't gotta we don't have to do shit like you know it really helps us to ha- be able to say no to certain shit where it's like yeah, and i like do that we need luxury. to move our podcast to another place where they gonna throw advertisements in the middle of our show and shit like that no because of y'all you know what i mean because of y'all we get to say i don't want to do that um and that that's important to me if, me if somebody came to us and was like hey we want to get you on this platform but we want to kind of take ownership of what you do we can go fuck no, you we got this that's right no and we could not possibly do that without people willing to put money and time on the line 
to support us and people stepped up and did it man a lot of people think black people won't do it a lot of people think our demographic uh audience won't do it a lot of people think the product that we have people won't feel value in it um uh, because nobody else has been able to do it yet yep and y'all y'all are proving people wrong, wrong. y'all yes. got other people changing what they do to try to do shit like us that's amazing yes that is and and, and to, to each and everybody out there that's a premium member thank you we, we're working hard we're still coming out with more shows and mm-hmm. for those of you that are on the fence you, you're kind of going to be uh left out but when you do join you have, you have stuff there waiting on you stuff so just thank you just to everybody because of you we can do more things it's, like i said it's things i can't share right now but it's a lot of stuff that we literally got down the pipe stuff that we've been sitting and talk about for years and for the first time ever we can kind of see them almost happening yeah so uh all right we got more voicemails but yeah thank you for, thank for calling you. j-rod um uh, let's see i think he left another one where, where did that go oh, oh here we go Hey Rod, hey Karen, it's your boy J Rod, Jim Whistle, from live from the South Side. Hey, uh, just listening to the podcast, and oh, this is my second voicemail, by the way, but it'll be under three minutes. Unless you guys switch the rules up and, you know, you let me extend that. But you probably did. Anyway, uh, the comedian dude, did he just lately, like, how to go with the polygamy? Am I, am I tripping? Like, did anybody else catch that? Like, he's like, yeah, you know, we kind of have these. These things, or maybe I'm just missing, maybe I just misheard it wrong, which is entirely, entirely no. possible, but. No, baby, he did. She's just like, you're just in an open relationship? I mean, that's, that's cool if that's what's your boat. I just, hey, to each his own, my dude. It, I mean, me personally, it, it sounds like a bunch of fucking headaches, but, you know, <laughs> hey. So yeah, just, yeah, please clarify that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, okay, um, uh, J-Rod, he talked about that for about a good 30 minutes. Yes. Yep. He, he, he's, that's, that's his thing. And like I said, to each his own when it comes to that. For, for a lot of people, there's a lot of people that want that, but just don't know if that's what they want. It, you know what I'm saying? I just don't know that that was. He's very open about it. I specifically yes. asked him that question and he answered it. And that was exactly what he was talking about. You didn't hear anything wrong. No, you um, didn't. So yeah, that, that's it. Uh, next voicemail. Hey guys, it's uh, Stephen Richards out of Robot, man. I tell you, man. Hey, I was listening to your show about this guy, uh, this comedian guy, Mike. I tell you, man, that's a smart feller there. That's a smart feller. I never, never thought about this polyamorous thing. You know, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That's a lot of women out there, man. It's a lot of women out there that I'd like to, uh, to share, you know, some of my loving with. You understand? And I think I could add a lot of uh, a lot of joy to a lot of women's uh, lives. You know, for some reason, Miss Richards just doesn't doesn't think that that's a good idea. She wants to order it all to herself. Now, now I've got enough to go around. Okay, got enough to go around, and I think that uh, I could do a lot of women, you know, a lot of good because you know, so, uh, you know, last week you were talking about you know these women want to cheat. And all that stuff, you know. Hell, they can cheat with me if they want to, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, hell, I, I just got a whole lot of love to give, you know. Hey, ladies out there, I sure wish I could share with you what Stephen Richards has to offer, but I tell you, man, 
Texas Richards would come down on me like one of their damn Oklahoma tornadoes, I tell you that. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for uh, all that you do. You guys have a good Oh, man. Yeah. St- Stephen Rich is going to fuck around and get hemmed up talking about that, <laughs> that polygamy. Don't let Mike get your ass hemmed up, bro. Mm-hmm. You got to know your relationship. This is where it worked for him. Right. Mike Y'all up front and honest. That. He, he, switching th- games. You can't be switching shit mid, mid, mid-stream. Relationship. He, he literally stands on stage and tells jokes, so everybody knows up front where he's coming from. All right. Next voicemail. I had a lot this week. Hey guys, it's RJ from Colorado. Sorry about that last one being uh, ridiculously long. It was just my mouth got ahead of me. So thank you, Rob, for telling me. Um, the one thing I probably will just go ahead and talk about is that 200-pound debate that was going off on Twitter. I have no fucking idea why. But guys shouldn't really be concerned that a woman is 200 pounds or not. Um, they have no fucking idea what may be going on with that woman. I mean, birth control, thyroid, other health issues could be the reason why they're at 200 pounds or they're just built that way. I'm over 5'10". Well, I'm I'm 5'10 and over 200 pounds, so I look nothing like it. And that's because I'm on birth control. So guys that are all like, you got to be 200 pounds or less for us to date, they can go fucking kick rocks. So that's my big takeaway. Um, other than that, I uh, love it. Love everything that you guys are doing. Keep up the good work, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Peace. Um, yeah, like I said, the two hundred. I I don't even get into that shit, honestly. No, like, because it's a very dumb and stupid logic, mm-hmm. and a lot of them don't believe that shit they talking about. And then, uh, like she said, the reality of it is, if you're a woman, just like a man, once you get over a certain height. You're going to be over 200 pounds. Like, just, just, just naturally, you're going to be over 200 pounds. And there's nothing wrong with that. It does not mean you're overweight. It does not mean you're fat or anything like that. Um, and the issue that I have with it is that a lot of people on Twitter just be talking shit. Honestly, yeah. truth be told, at the end of the day, if you look good and you're over 200 pounds, they will date you and they will fuck you. They just talking. Yeah, and also just no nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. No, they don't. Nobody really knows what they want. <clears throat> um, and then there's like all these uh, people trying to get attention, mm-hmm. and they're using negative tactics to get attention. They're yes, trying they to are. get women that feel that they're uh, that are con- self conscious about their weight to respond to them. There's women trying to get dudes that are self conscious about their height and their penis size to respond to them. Like, yep, there's a lot of that ways. going out there. That's right. <clears throat> Uh, most of the time, that shallow shit, when it comes to actual relationship, doesn't really mean that much, At in my all. opinion. Um, because if you love somebody, you can adjust to certain shit. And, th- and, and love it will have people do a bunch of shit that they said they wouldn't. Ain't and that's, that's the truth. That's why it's so good. You know, that's why everybody seems to be wanting it, uh, is for that unreasonable part of it that, that makes it, uh, conquer all things and has you doing shit that, isn't even in your best interest but it's in the best interest of the relationship and whatnot so um but it's twitter and you really can't take anyway any of that shit serious like literally there's dudes with 200 pound girlfriends typing the i wouldn't date a girl that's 200 pounds of and there's course. there's a guy that you know there's a chick that will holler at that 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 is try is trying to get a five foot two guy to give her 
some time of day that is writing these short men ain't shit it's, it's just yeah. that you know so i I wouldn't worry about that shit i wouldn't know oh, twitter is one of those things where i just if i can't make a joke about it um i normally don't even talk about that those kind of twitter debates because it'll be back up in a week or two and it's the same shit every fucking time so it's old hat to me now uh next voicemail hey rod and karen this is explore next love your show love it a lot responding to tuesdays them thrones you hit it on the head about book readers every single time i'm watching this show my friends are like texting me, yo, yo, wait till what happens. Yo, wait till what happens. I, I got spoiled for Sunday's, Sunday's episode because all last week, all I heard was, oh, the red wedding's coming up. Oh, the red wedding's coming up. Oh. Dude, if you say red wedding, I know something's going to happen at a wedding. Right. Especially if something on Game of Thrones, red usually means blood. Mm-hmm. Unless they're going to show up with red bows in their hair, I know someone's going to die. <laughs> so that whole thing got screwed up for me. Because the whole time I'm waiting, like, oh, man, everything's happening too well. Everyone's too happy. Why is this guy making jokes? This guy's smiling. Oh, stab in the stomach. Uh, book readers, I, I can't stand them. You get to the point where if anyone says in the books, I feel like I want to punch him in the face. Right. <laughs> um, well, keep up the good work. Take it you guys. You too, man. Thank you very much for uh, calling in. And uh, yeah, the book readers, they're not even, they think they're being coy, but they're not. It's not, you're not even clever. You're just ruining the shit. And like I said, the only thing about ruining it is you can do whatever the fuck you want to. It's just going to result in me blocking your ass on all social media and not talking to you. Mm -hmm. That's not a high price to pay. I get it, but it won't happen twice, you know, so... You know, one dude, I had, I blocked him because I was just like, dude, that's fucked up. And he tried to send another spoiler to me. So I was just like, all right, man, I'll just block you. And then he tried to say something like, I don't listen to your podcast anyway or something like that. And I was like, six billion people are on the earth. Nobody listens to our fucking show. You know what I mean? Like compared to the earth, I, most people don't listen, but at some point you felt compelled to follow me on twitter you wanted to interact with me for some reason i didn't follow you you thought it would be a cool idea to see what i had to say and then you pull a dick move like that so uh you know it's something insecure inside of you that needed to start this shit yeah and also i think that when we do our show we do our show number one for us Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a difference. Uh, we do it for the fans too, but we do it for us and, and our love for the show is an extension to our fans. And I also, I think that when people get mad and angry, I think that they feel like that's a way of, of insulting you. Yeah. But what you, but what, but what people fail to realize, we don't give a fuck. Like, honestly, if you listen, you listen, you don't, you don't. We and don't the, force the, you to. the reason that people like them thrones and all that shit is because, um, we don't know. That's like right. they don't realize that they like a lot of these people with the book reading shit you're gonna ruin it for yourself telling us all this shit because now it's just us already knowing what the fuck happens watching it happen on screen it's no real surprise or shock to it it's no oh my god what was that it's just oh yeah that's what they told me what happened you know i didn't read the books for a fucking reason i don't first of all everybody knows i don't read books uh that will be turned into movies or tv series mm-hmm. anyway I avoid that shit like the plague. I like watching movies 
and and if i really want some background on it later on i go read a book yeah i'd rather do it, it the other way yeah because i've never enjoyed a movie after reading a book ever ever me either so no I did, book I reverse yeah there's never been a movie where you can get people who read the book first to go yeah that movie was better than the book ever so let's stop okay not even the bible you can't even get people to say that um all right let's uh we got i think we got one more voicemail two more voicemails all right let's go Hey, what's up, Ron and Karen? It's uh, Mark from Brooklyn, the official Freemason of the podcast. Um, I was calling to talk about that issue about the Boy Scouts accepting the Gay Scouts. Um, actually, I'm a Cub Scout leader, band leader. So the, the Boy Scouts also covers the Cub Scouts. So the ages go all the way from six all the way up to eighteen. Okay. But they only accept it right now. The Scouts is gay, and they still not accepting gay leaders, which one of the biggest thing I have, I don't understand about most people is that they don't accept gay men, especially as men. Like they act like they're less than men and like yeah. it's lessening their manhood. I'm trying to, I can't understand that point at all. As long as they're doing what they're supposed to do, I don't understand how they're less than a man That's just right. because they sleep with another man. Mm-hmm. I know some people try to say it on a spiritual level and stuff like that, but I still can't understand it. Mm-mm. But, no, I don't think the Boy Scouts are going to take a long time to come around before they start accepting gay leaders. Mm. Also, um, one other quick thing. They, I'm, I'm on that same show, but you had mentioned about um, White House Down, about the movie White House Down. I thought she was actually tanking um, Olympia has fallen, but <laughs> I see that's a whole yes. different movie, and yes. I guess it's the same premise, and it seems real close. I did the but same thing, baby. Come out, so that was funny. <laughs> All right, y'all. You have a good show. Take care. Peace peace and sweetie i did the same thing when i seen the preview i was like did we already see this movie i was like oh wait it's a totally different movie yeah um that's what's funny about um <laughs> uh white house down is so basic too because olympus is falling seems like th- what would be the code for secret service if something happened to the white house mm-hmm. or for the military but white house down seems so basic like someone that has nothing to know about that doesn't know anything about the military what just wrote like uh, it's, it sounds like a tank of Olympus is falling. It does, yes. but it's a real movie. It really is that I'm going to go see. It's going to be terrible. Yes, I'm it going is. to, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it, man. Uh, the, as far the, it reminds me of when, uh, Armageddon the movie came out mm-hmm. and then there was like another movie about a meteor in the exact same, um, in the exact same year, I forget what the mm-hmm. other movie was I don't called. Remember either, but yeah, but it was like a, the exact same plot of like, and then uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, yeah, Deep Impact was the the was the one. It was like Armageddon came out um, second, but Deep Impact came out like a few months before. But it was just like you you do realize, guys, that these movies are about the same exact thing, right? It's same exact thing, right? So it it was just one of those moments where you just gotta laugh and. That these are the same exact movies, except you know they're both gonna suck. Uh, I mean, except in the in the other in the other way in the other realm, uh, the first movie sucked, and then Armageddon was good. This one, uh, I think White House Down is gonna suck, and Olympus is Fallen one of the best movies ever. So, just one of the greatest impossible white man movies of all time. Yes, it is. If not, and I dare say, if not the greatest. Oh mm-hmm. snap! That's bold, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh do the last voicemail. What's up, Ron and Karen? 
this gala from D.C. I ain't called in a minute. I just want to call in and congratulate. Oh, never mind. Chill call to cut this man off. Let me just answer this real quick. Yo, yo, you on the black, you on the blackout tips? You on the blackout tips? Uh, what's going on, people? Hey, what up, chill? Hey, man, hey, who, 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 um, was talking shit to you? Who blocking you? Hey, whoever you is out there, fuck you, nigga. I know you don't listen to the show no more, but you listen. Hey, fuck you, nigga. Fuck with my people. No, I don't play that bullshit. I hope you block his ass, I'll block his ass, and then block his ass again. Oh, shit, talking that motherfucker. Come on, he'll listen to your goddamn show. Fuck that nigga. I bet he sucked a dick, though. If not, he gonna fuck one today. Oh, fuck, nigga. You know, I can't stand motherfuckers like that. Uh, oh, and you know what? That motherfucker who came out the mouth with the Roy him he should have been fired. Fuck you too, nigga, with your in your ass. You know what I mean? Ain't no black thing. Just take advantage of what you said. Ain't no black thing, you know. It's a respect thing. You gotta respect the person's right to be. I mean, what the fuck, man? But, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna calm down now. I think I'm on 20 right now. I <laughs> you know what's, what's, what, what's um, funny, Chill, is like, uh, we did, uh, Balls Deep Sport yesterday, and I was talking to Justin about the whole Roy Hibbert thing, and he was like, "Well, is it um, is it homophobic if he says that?" I was like, "Yes, it's no, it's no good way to use homo, dog. There's, nobody goes, what's up, my homo? Oh, I was chilling with my homos at the club the other day. You know how we get it in? Yes, he, he was. It was to make fun of, to make jest of. Now I'm not saying he want to go out and kill gay people and shit, but you at work, dog." Eat. You own the clock. You said some homophobic shit at work. It's the end of the discussion. Uh-huh. I don't get why this has become even a bigger discussion than that. It really should stop at very minimum. You don't say that shit at your job. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the NBA has a human resource class where they talk about these things in those classes. Look, we we got campaigns out. We pushing. Don't say homo. Don't say fag. And I'm pretty sure that these things are discussed and stressed to them. So yeah, he deserved that. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck that! He just got to smelling himself a little bit too much mm-hmm. and shit. You know, he started drinking his own Kool Aid. Whatever. He watching the playoffs. Fine. Whatever. You knew. You, you know knew what it was gonna. You knew it was gonna go bad when he started off by saying, uh, "Calling the press, you motherfuckers." Yeah. He yeah, did say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. No, he said he thought something to his boys. <laughs> All right. The only time you should say no homo is if somebody asks you. Are you a homosexual? No, I'm not a homosexual. <laughs> but then you still don't even say homo. You say homosexual. Right. That's the only time you need to be saying no homo. Okay, as it, it, far as that goes. Yeah. Um, another thing. For face LCH, uh huh. Uh, I ain't walk up on nothing, this man. Okay, see, these are conversations that me and my lady be having just about random shit, and you know. We're going to be talking about coochie. And then, you know, me, I like to branch off into the steak pussy area. You know, sometimes. It just be like, this is conversations we be having. My lady don't have no steak pussy, okay? <laughs> and Professor SCH, I will see you in motherfucking October, November. You better bring your ass to Raleigh, nigga. You better bring your ass to Raleigh, Professor SCH, goddammit. Well, it's been how many months? Supposed to be on the show. How many months ago? Yeah. <laughs> you better bring your ass to Raleigh. I bet you won't stand me up, Professor SCH. If you want to, uh, and Toya, welcome back, dog. Welcome back, man. Hey, it's good to have you on. Now, what I want you to do is close your eyes and open wide so I can slide my dick inside. Slide back, nigga. It's all over, nigga. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, y'all have a good show. I'm gone. Peace out. <laughs> 
Oh my uh, God! She won't be there. Uh, hopefully, we get arrangements right. We'll we'll be there <laughs> to see you too, Professor LCA. Man, y'all keep talking for Professor LCA. Y'all niggas want to, man. She'll fuck around and miss that whole shit and won't never think about it again. Oh, fuck around, be emailing me later, like, man, that was. I heard it was fun. Y'all, she, she a butterfly, man. You can't you gotta use a net. Y'all, y'all fucking trying to, uh, well, y'all trying to, y'all trying to run down there and, 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 uh, like, uh, what that, the, the, the parable about the two bulls or the young bull and the old bull and the young bull's like, hey, look at all those cows down there. Let's run down there and fuck one of them. Just catch one and fuck them. And the old bull's like, why don't we just walk down there and fuck them all? That's, that's kind of the, <laughs> that's kind of difference. Y'all trying to gank up on her, boy. Oh, no. Uh, I think I was playing somebody's voicemail, so let me try to finish I, this. I'm nice and gentle to you, boo. I'm not rough like What's you. What's up, Ron Karen? This garland from D.C. I ain't called in a minute. I just want to call in and congratulate y'all on y'all's success of these premium shows. And, you know, I had to get on that. I got on it, I think, like the first, second day. Had to show y'all some love, because y'all been showing us all this love with all these 500, 6,000 podcasts is all y'all been giving us <laughs> for free. I love them joint junk, especially balls deep sports and lip smacking good. Hey, Karen, you be making me hungry as hell. And, uh, <laughs> when I be hearing y'all talk about that food, I make sure I listen to it right before I'm about to go get something to eat. And I'm mm-hmm, hungry as a mug. What am I about to go get? <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, I've been staying down in Miami going to all these heat playoff games. Man... I don't think we understand LeBron's greatness until you see this nigga play in public young, like live young. No. He better than Jordan now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way better than Jordan now. But, yeah, I got to meet dude after the um, Chicago series, and son, he's so humble. And this nigga gave me a pair of his shoes signed. I didn't even ask. This nigga was like, oh, you don't, oh, you want, yeah, you got, I was like, what? Man, I was about to get that nigga a kiss. <laughs> but, no homo. <laughs> anyway, yeah, young, these games been very intense. This playoff series, man, this nigga, Chris Bosch, gave me hot. Keep shooting these threes, 0 for 5 here, that. Man, I'm being tired of him, man. It's making me mad. But, yeah, I think LeBron and them going to turn it around. LeBron going to start passing to these niggas, mm-hmm. trying to get these niggas shots, trying to get them involved, because every time he don't get them involved, D-Way got to come on and say he need more shots and shit. Talking about then niggas getting mad because he tired because uh, he and that paint getting 18 rebounds. But, anyways, man, I just wanted to call and congratulate y'all on y'all shows and everything, man. And just say that I appreciate everything y'all do. And just, you know, keep all the beautiful shows coming. And I'm going to keep paying this $15 a month for y'all. All right, peace. Yeah, thank, thank you so you, much, Carly. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for supporting us. Yes. And uh, that's crazy, man. He gave you them uh, shoes, dog. That's that's. Uh, uh, I feel that excitement, yes. I, I got a friend that used to work for the NBA that met LeBron when he was like 17. Wow. And LeBron was an asshole to him. So, um it was it was hilarious uh because he's still mad about that and i, I have to remind him like that seven, nigga was 17, 17 dog like yes not it, the same i'm sure life is everybody matures you're not the same as you was at 17 no. and he seems to not be the same but uh that nigga mad dog so i don't know um all right that was the last voicemail um we got emails to talk about 
um let's see this one is okay sony playstation and xbox discussion from hakuna matata slash nino brown <laughs> can't think of two more opposite aliases hey rod this comment is more a reference up oh, hold on got a call coming in yo you on with the blackout tips what's up i'm back toya hey sweetie how you doing well um Hey, two and a half star rocks. What's up, there, you sexy motherfucker, Karen? How you doing, baby? <laughs> I'm baby? good. I'm glad you were safe over there and didn't get shot in the ass over there. Mm-hmm. Look, this ain't no fucking Forrest Gump. I felt the must be the body, and I didn't know what it was. Hey, you, you, you sound like your mic went down for a second. Like You sound like you mumbling or something. I don't know. I'm on the cell phone. You know, nigga oh. ain't had a good cell phone reception and like, yeah. And so I'm on the cell phone now. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, how, first of all, uh, you know, I was happy to hear that you were back until just now, but how's everything going, man? You can see Mario Chalmers is, uh, out here balling. First off, let's start the program off right, you know. Good morning, ladies. How y'all doing today? It's nice to be back amongst you sexy ladies in time for sundress month. Y'all seem yes. so sexy. I've seen a lot of y'all beautiful women on a cruise ship this past, uh, weekend, week. And some of you were wearing those sundresses quite right, ladies. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh secondly, fuck Mario Trump. That's why his ass got schooled by my Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew globe trotted his motherfucking ass. Yes. <laughs> he was. Yes. He was. Yes, he did. And thirdly, Fuck Mario Chalmers. Shit ain't no goddamn change. I may be goddamn 10,000 miles away, but shit don't change around this motherfucker. It fucking all. What about, uh. Hey, chill. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> what about chill? She, she, she spoke earlier. She was, uh, trying to give you some suggestions on, um, you know, some, uh, or, or if it's, you know, related items that you yeah, can I use. Yeah, I heard that. You know, I was trying to call in at the same time to remind chill that, uh, when Pepe Le Pew sticks his uh two tongue down uh, Mario Chalmers' throat, does she taste his dick? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh my! Uh, that is, I just uh... want to know: does she taste uh either Pepe Le Pew dick or Mario Chalmers' dick? Which one does she taste when he sticks <laughs> his little funky tongue uh tail down his throat? Especially after he <laughs> dusted his ass a few times. Does does she smell his crossover, or is it evil or gorgeous pussy he smells? Which one is oh, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to figure these things out. Which one is he smelling? Which one is she smelling or tasting at the time? These are these are important things we need to know. Hey, these are like you know, like the old ad used to know, you know, back in the day. Inquiring minds want to know. And, you know, I know you remember that, Karen. It's old school, you know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Inquiring minds want. Yeah. Hey, I gotta know though. Um, did you watch? Were you able to watch NBA games and shit when you were over there? Nigga, you know what time NBA games come on? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Three o'clock in the goddamn morning. Damn. Wow. Are you serious? So you ain't seen none serious. of Memphis. I did. I, I, Beautiful God, praise Rex Jesus, and we praise him first off that the playoffs, the game started when I touched down back here. I seen, like, I didn't know we got swept out the fucking playoffs. I know, man. <laughs> I didn't know that damn Tony Parker swept us the fuck out the playoffs. I was think I was happy about it. I was like, yeah, we made it to the West to come Friday. Do you know how ratchet it could have been? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. And then I get home. Yeah, they, my mom said, yeah, they didn't get swept out the playoffs. They got mopped out the playoffs. I said, what happened? They got swept. I'm like, shit. 
yeah did you hear y'all did you ever get to hear y'all y'all grizzlies theme song no dj paul made it yeah yeah dj paul made the uh no, just stop right there. Just stop right there. It was ratchet. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. You come back out, you here. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Now, Mr. Rodimus Prime. Yes, yes, now, ma'am. I am, uh, I have 30 episodes in my queue. Mm-hmm. And I came up with two episodes where you and Karen were talking about, you know, shows that, you know, you get tired of people recommending shows for you. I understand this. Completely understand this. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I, I I recommend one show to Rod. And I think it was uh, was it Game of Thrones or uh, something? I had Spartacus, something like that. I don't know which one I had recommended to mm-hmm. you. And you know, we seem to follow the same line of show logic. Logic. Now, I understand this, but me and Shirley Wong Esquire are mm-hmm. on this show called Orphan Black. Rod, I've been hearing about this. What what is it about? It's it's a it's Clone Club, Rod. This this shit. If you see my Twitter avid. Uh, I don't know if you seen my new tour ad where the chick is crying. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a it's a it's chick named Sarah. She comes to Canada. It's ba- it's a BBC show, so you know what's good. First off, let's establish that it's a BBC show, mm-hmm. BBC America. So it's a, she comes to back to uh, get her daughter, and as she's coming back, she looks at this woman walking toward the uh, uh, what's some trains, some L trains, whatever uh, underground trains. I don't ride them bitches because it's underground. Niggas don't need to be underground on no train. Shit, we already got the railroad. We good. So she sees this woman, she looks at her, she looks just like her, and she walks in front of the train and kills herself. Damn. That's the first episode. And she gets real after that. Hmm, and okay. one, the one actress played each one of those characters, and it's six of them. Okay. And each one of them got different mannerisms. I'm Rod, I'm telling you, it was ten episodes, and I got to wait to spring 2014 for the next season. Damn. Nigga, yes. This is, a, this is on some Spartacus shit. I still ain't seen that final episode either. I'm very upset. Oh man, yeah, yeah I hated that. What's the name of the show again, sweetie? Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Yeah, Karen, this shit is awesome. It's made of awesome sauce. This shit is so fucking good. Is it on? Uh, is it on Netflix or something? Like, how do I watch it? Well, <clears throat> I downloaded it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> i'll see what it's, i can do like BBC. you know i got I like i got i got my rule where i only watch shit on my big tv so let me see if i figure a way to rig it up where i can watch it on my big yeah, tv yeah what i do is I, that's why i do the same thing because you know i can't watch it live yeah so what i do is i download it through my uh kickasstorrents.com mm-hmm. oh kickasstorrents and then i use a bit turn to unlock the file and i plug it into my ps3 to watch it on the big screen from the ps3 okay all right yeah i'll take a look at it i'll look into it man yeah. i promise who know bbc you might know, have I, 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 I don't send bad bitch out there you know i have a non-bad bitch rule i don't send yeah. bad bitch out there no doubt you know it's like my my rule is more to protect other people because it's like if i don't like it then i've never listened to you again so you know but if you want to take the risk everybody get one you know what i mean so i I think you already you already won for one so so we good you know we good off top we watch a lot of the same shit anyway so you know i I believe in you i would not send you out there into the wolves to get bitten and come back and be like, God damn, they shot me, guy. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Well, most, you know what it is, man? It's that most people don't give a fuck what you watch. So it's like, I'll be like, hey, Toya, you need to watch Aqua Teen Hunger, Hunger Force. You be like, I don't even like cartoons. You need to watch that shit, man. It's good. It's like, that's the stuff to make you mad. Well, people yeah. don't know your taste. Yeah. So no, you, no, no, you know no, my no, taste. No, so, no, so you good. No, I'm, 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 I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was, I had, I got to find something to spill, spill my Spartacus time. I, I, I know. I need something to, to fit back in my life. That 
Yeah, that was I a mean, big blow, man. Game of Thrones is making me mad. The damn red wedding, they fuck everybody up. Yeah, yeah. Was, I, I don't mind Game of Thrones that much because, like, if niggas die, it's just less people to keep track of. So yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like they just it clean is. up house was, uh, once a year. I, I had found a clip of uh the author what a george rr R. martin he was on Conan o'brien yeah and he said they had a, they showed youtube reactions of everybody watching the red wedding and he said oh now you know how your friends fell 13 years ago now you, said, now you know how the nerds fell 13 years ago <laughs> exactly. i like that shit though man like once a year every show should clean house just yeah get rid of a characters. few motherfuckers shake things up how many stars we got left come on now we got what two stars three stars clap back Arya. clap back that's all we got is Arya left. That's all we got is us. Oh. Arya and Sansa and Bron and uh the little the littlest one uh and um and Jon Snow the bastard. I think that's all the starts yeah, I know. So did, you know, my friend, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a uh, Cersei girl all the way, you know, hunting mm-hmm. them dragons that's my shit. She gonna put all the damn my Facebook page. Who gonna finish the starts now? Jon Snow, I told you Jon Snow the nigga. I'm like, fuck Jon Snow. <laughs> fuck Jon Snow. I'm team. I'm, like, I'm team Arya right now. I'm team Arya. The shit. Yeah. Arya get hound bug. Uh, T her ass. Arya the fuck shit. Yeah. Well, well I'm gonna let y'all get back in it. Uh, all right. Call in. You know. Glad you're back. Glad you're back. Glad you're glad safe, you say, sweetie. Um, uh, you know. I'm only home for 15 days, and then I go back, and I be back again. Oh, okay. Um, so all right. I'm here to. I'm here to Thursday, and I probably get one more show in. I'm here to Thursday, and then I leave, and then I come back for good in August. Okay. But, Karen, I, yes. I know I want to put this out here. I don't want you to put me in the Chick-fil-A jail. I have not been in Chick-fil-A yet. I, uh, oh, no. You know? What? That's, now, that's wait, understandable, now, though. Why have you got Chick-fil-A but, over there? Hold up. She been back, like, a... If my math is right, you've been back a good, like, uh, nine days? Eight days, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, ain't okay, been in Chick-fil-A? See, What's see, going on? Let me, I had to get, let me give you the nigga, see what happened shit. Mm-hmm. See, what had happened was, when I came, I landed, when I landed, Tuesday, and I slept. You know, that's a 17-hour fucking place. Okay, okay. And then, Wednesday, I got up and ran around with my mom. Thursday, I had to fly out. I don't know if you see me post me in my pretties. I had to go to my son's graduation. Okay. Oh, oh. congratulations. Yeah, no. That nigga smelling his ass now. Oh. oh. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's good that Friday, the babies graduate. Flew, it's good. I came back, and then Thursday, we got on a cruise ship, and I just get back on a cruise ship Thursday. Okay. So today, I'm going Chick-fil-A hunting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because in between that, you ain't been eating, like, KFC and shit like that, right? Dude, that's all the fuck they get over there is KFC, Burger King, and fucking... Oh, you, you've been eating um, the bones? Bell. Yeah, you've been eating the bones over there? <laughs> yeah, I've been eating camel over there and shit. <laughs> and it ain't been pussy, but it's been camel and shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Toya, yeah. man. All right, you, y'all. You stay safe. And, um, ladies, I do look for... I have five more days here. I do look forward to seeing those sundresses out. Make sure you at me, at Mikhail Tass and your beautiful sundresses, okay? You need to do this for me so when I get back to Kuwait, I can put pictures of them on my wall and teacap you All right, y'all have a good day. <laughs> Peace. Have a good one, sweetie. Peace. Oh, man. Make sure you retweet those, Toya. Um, all right, so the email is from Hakuna Matana slash Nino Brown. Hey, Rod, this comment is more so in reference to the premium nerd off shows. Is there a different email for those shows? No, nope. there's not. Mm-mm. Just more, send them all here. More work for me. Uh, I hate to bore ass TBGWT nation with these details. 
all right cool i'll tell you what we will skip forward to the part not about that so that we'll talk about it on nerd off so that way people say hey i don't listen to that show i don't want to hear how awesome it was and how great i, the I want them to hear how awesome okay it was. well then he said let so, me so so that they can get premium content know what the hell they missing thank okay. you baby let me put out there first that i am not a gamer but i understand and am able to follow the xbox debate slash discussion as a veteran operator in a business sense in the realm of telecom wireless and cable companies, the PlayStation and Xbox executives play golf together. They are competitors, true, but they are businessmen first. Both sides are in collaboration and have already decided the rules of the game. They've already decided their marketing strategies and which segment of the markets they are going to target. I believe this. Yeah, I, this seems like basic knowledge to me. I think everybody would agree with that. Um you know like i like that's why i keep telling people that keep going aha xbox is doing this aha sony is doing that i'm like just wait till both systems announce everything because they're probably doing a lot of shit the same yes they are you know uh but they both have they have both decided what the rules of the game are going to be and how they will differentiate themselves to the consumer so that they can get that money I don't mean to bore ass TBGWT Nation with details, but you, you ever notice that Verizon minutes and data packages don't align with AT&T packages in terms of minutes and data packages? They are not the same. All that to say, Xbox is not going to drive away customers by doing something that PlayStation is not doing unless they're going to offer different market segments. For instance, it's possible Xbox is targeting upper income demo while, while the upper income demo uh has internet and buys new games and P- playstation is going to target the lower income demo which allows used games and doesn't require internet access uh and then he says a n f s c d not sure what that means karen's comment about the internet being less costly in other countries than in the u.s she hit it on the nose this is because we're trying to maximize the returns on a hundred year old telecom plant by adding to and upgrading an outdated infrastructure mm-hmm. As where in other third world countries, they were starting from scratch. Think of it this way. It's cheaper to have an electrician come in and wire up a house when the walls and sheetrock aren't up yet than if you wanted him to come in and wire a house that's already built and occupied. Shaka Zulu in a backwoods village in Zimbabwe did not have telephone service 50 years ago, and we did. But them cats have cell phone service now and high-speed internet now. Uh, that seems a little racist. Steve Jobs and Apple are a good example. When the iPhone first came out, only the upper social economic class had an iPhone, which event- they eventually widened their net to the lower income demographic. Initially, AT&T, which had a lower credit score requirement to new subscribers, lower social economic demographic. Then Verizon saw an exclusive iPhone adaptation as a, as an opportunity to attract some of Verizon's good credit, having higher socioeconomic market population. Uh, so, if you guys can follow that, that's, he's just talking. Something I've always said about Xbox and PlayStation is, uh, Xbox is like pay $8 a month to have this internet shit. And Sony charge, gives it away for free. But you know what? The Xbox experience is more fun. To me There's more is. shit to do. There's more Constantly people on getting it. Upgraded. Yeah. So it's, it, it, yeah, you get what you pay for. Yes, right. you do. The Scarfinger interview. Damn, good stuff. Loving the spinoff shows. Keep up the great work. One other thing, if I can get a plug real quick, www.fakeababy.com. Ladies, if you are tired of your man hitting that ass for years and he hasn't proposed yet, we can help you get that ring tomorrow. Oh, Lord. Speak to one of our relationship consultants today to find out how we can help you at www.fakeababy.com. Peace. I'm starting to believe this nigga really invented this shit. Cause like, <laughs> he may have. 
<laughs> this is like the fourth time he was plugged that shit. And before I was like, oh, that's funny. We talked about it on the show. Now I'm like, we don't even talk about this site anymore. And he's still plugging Faker Baby. He might have really did Faker Baby. Oh, they talked about me. I don't. He's like fan for life, nigga. Mm, we gonna sell some more. You know how many pregnancies we fake that week? Ah, so many women gonna get beat down because of this in three months. Ah, Nick Jew right saying, "Hey Rod and Karen, I was listening to feedback to the feedback show and heard you talking about getting your tattoo. You mentioned that you didn't know how much a tattoo cost, which led me to write this email." It's not often you can walk into a shop and walk out with a tat the same day. It's possible, but your best bet is to find an artist and make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Most artists worth the money are booked out very far in advance. You could get lucky on a walk-in because people cancel, but I wouldn't recommend it. Here's my two cents. I would ask some friends or check Yelp or something like that for a good shop in your area. Pop in for a visit. Look at the artist's book of work. Um, you're probably going to be spending a few hours with the artist since we all know you're getting that logo, young. <laughs> She's like, you getting 130. So pick an artist whose work you like and personality you jive with. Bring in a picture at what you want of what you want and see if you have any, if he has any advice or suggestions. Tattoo artists are artists like Erica says. They're sensitive about their shit. He or she will want some time to do the sketch and make sure you like it. Overall, I say walk in, show them what you want. Then make an appointment to come back for the work. Sometimes the work is done in stages. You might get the outline one day, come back to get the color at a later date, depending on the size of the tattoo. Mm. I could be wrong about the shops in Charlotte, but that's how it is out here. I would expect to spend $75 to $100 an hour. If there's one thing you don't want to bargain shop for, it's a tattoo. Ain't that the truth? All right, that's a lot, but I'm going, I'm, but I'm just looking out for my booze. Peace, Nick Jew. I know it's so, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you like this, Nick Jew. I'm a man's man. I'm getting this shit done with a hanger in the back of an alley. No, you ain't. While I'm biting into uh, some cloth uh, from a shirt that has, that's been soaked in gasoline and blood. Because I'm a man! And you would not tell no, me what to do, woman. Um, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not filming that. Uh, uh, well, it looks or, like uh, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to be going upside somebody's head, uh, whether it's a man or a woman. I guess so, because uh, uh, this film crew, this one person film crew would not be filming this shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to get my done in the same alley that you get abortions. That's what I like, mm-hmm. okay? Nope. It only costs $20. I'll be out of there in five minutes. Uh, nope. Now, mm-hmm. sure, it might be spelled wrong. It might not look like the logo, but I save time <laughs> and money. They might not even be black. Time is money, people. They might not even be people. They be stick right. figures. I want stick figures with TVGWT. Uh, episode 482, quote of the year so far. This is from Chris D. And we from the South, the home of the biscuit. What made that quote so great was Rod's outrage when he made it. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Chris likes to write the short ones. Medium talk number three, scarred heart, Rod. This had to be the rawest, most transparent, most transparent and unabashedly candid interview since Dave Chappelle on Inside the Actor Studio. One of my favorites. To say I was entertained would be inaccurate. Enthralled is a more apt word, but I don't think I have ever heard anyone bear their emotions for the world and be so unashamed to do so. Wow. Great interview, too. Not in the reveling, in the misery of others sort of way. You knew when to steer the conversation and when to just let a brother have his say. Chris from Hawaii. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, sweetie. Medium Talk 1. Also from Chris. Rod, great interview, great guest, great show. Drops keyboard, backs away from the computer. That's Boom. right, Karen. Yeah, for those Dropping of you them dead. that don't know what he's talking about, y'all need to be premium content subscribers. 
I be interviewing niggas, dog. He does. He does great interviews, y'all. For real, though. Yeah. I tried to set some up this week, but uh, things fell through. But uh, we got others coming up soon. So interview shows are kind of like, I don't want to force them. Because I thought about like, well, we need to have one every week. But then I realized that like, I don't want to have a boring one. I don't want you to have a bad one. Uh, I don't want to force it. So you know i have interesting people i do really want to talk to and um it might take a little longer some people that i'm very surprised are getting back to me so me too i'm geeked up um after earth review this is from conrad we we did a sport movie review about after earth uh we had basa from hot fire starter on Mm -hmm. and we also had layton from the longer late movie show and uh it's great uh basa goes into a like i don't know how long it was 15 20 minute conspiracy theory about why m night Shyamalan getting shitted on and it was good and it made sense and i'm running with it. i support that shit i do too after earth review hey guys i recently watched after earth partially on your recommendation on the nerd off i really liked it mostly because of the fatherhood stuff in the movie which really strikes a chord with me i'm a white guy and don't understand all these other dudes that are unable to empathize understand the experience of non-white characters this takes me back to a few Django reviews. I read where critics said they stopped caring when DiCaprio and Waltz died. Spoilers, I guess. And I was like, but that's when the movie gets crazy. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree, man. I actually had to stop listening to Slash Filmcast because of this. Uh, and it was one of, one of those moments where I didn't realize this was a thing for me until I was listening to their review. I think it may have even been of Django. And I just started going back in my head like of other movies where you have main black characters and it's like huh this, they seem to watch all of these more like a documentary than a and, movie yeah than to be entertained yeah if it was a movie movie if there's they, the stuff they treat like movies it's like oh yeah and this character and this actor did a good job blah 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 but the black movies it's more like and i guess you're supposed to feel this way because that person got hurt and you're like what do you mean supposed to well, you should feel that way if they did a good job. That's right, regardless of, of who they are and the color of skin. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> this is a big stumbling block for a lot of white critics that th- that doesn't get mentioned a lot, and it's extremely shitty. Yep, yep. That's, we that's, agree. It's also one of the reasons we started spoiled movie reviews, reviews. I, yeah, quite honestly. We got tired of that. Yeah, I was sick of listening. Because it's not even just about white people and shit. Like, it's just about relating to people. It's like if I watched... Like one, you should. I don't think people should pursue movies because just because they're popular, if they hate the movie and they hate the concept, they hate the actor. I'm like that a lot. I don't get why you need to why you need to review this movie. Mm-hmm. You're obviously going to be very biased towards it. They're very angry. Um, and then two, I don't understand like like why you don't get that the point of film is to be relating to something that is not real mm-hmm. and did not happen typically or relating to someone's performance so for me it's a lot of times when we see movies uh, the default mode that i go in is i want to enjoy the movie occasionally i walk out and i don't you know it happens uh, it happens to everybody but but a lot of times if i don't relate it's because of poor or bad acting yeah and i, I don't like getting into the politics of movies and the snark of a movie more than the movie so yeah you know there's a lot of that where it's like well the hollywood machine wants you to think this so this is why you shouldn't see this movie or this is why you should see this movie because it didn't get promoted enough or something it's like i don't spend my dollars to be political i just want to be entertained yes entertained 
so all right he says uh, i like the movie a lot actually and it's more of a commentary on the strength of this year's slate of movies that it's not one of my top films so far this year yeah i agree this this year's movies has been uh superb yes in my it has opinion. anyhow keep up the good work especially supplying alternative views for all these movies and pop culture stuff also as a reader of the game of thrones books fuck all those readers who spoil it for non-readers right and the vast majority of people that read the book are fine with me they They don't don't. spoil shit they're not constantly trying to wait till you see what happens next they're not doing any of that they want to enjoy it like everybody else yeah most of them are completely fine i just would love i want to reiterate that because i don't want people going out here like people that read the book fuck them no No. most of them know shit and they just leave you alone you know and i appreciate that that's what i do with walking dead that's what i do with uh yeah me too anything i read yeah that's my personal decision you know it's not my like now let me ruin it for you start to spoil book reviews or some shit i don't know uh this is just a terrible look especially for game of thrones where you have read literally five thousand you have to read five thousand pages to catch up one last thing i'm now listening to all the archives i give my premium subscription they're a lot of fun it is taking some time away from my other podcast but i'm determined to get the most for my money i might try to send another email about old shows later but it's going but it's going this is going long so have a good one well thank you conrad we thank appreciate you, it man sweetie, we do uh, and that's the first conrad that's ever written the show remember i gotta say that every time <laughs> <laughs> the first and the only conrad lawrence says great podcast what up rod and karen it's savage savant from twitter long time listener first time caller slash emailer is that what i'm supposed to say here i just want to say keep doing your thing i got my ipod for work and started searching to itunes for black I found your podcast and haven't looked back. Thank you, sweetie. Hey, once you go black, right? You guys and your guests have helped me through many slow days at work. I also put a few of my friend of my friends on. Just wanted to do my part to recruit for the Who Tips Nation. Listen to episode 44, nice day for a red wedding, and just want to comment on the relationship advice. I don't see a problem with going to the club with the other significant other. I dated a girl for four years, and we did that very often. Although we weren't married and didn't go to see who would holler we just wanted we just went to have fun but that was us and every relationship is different uh yes every relationship is different i agree and we were talking in generalities yeah there's exceptions to everything in general though i've seen a lot of the couple struggle trying to do single shit yep you know that's all it's like it's so like sometimes you have to give up something if you're in a monogamous relationship where you're decided that we're not going to deal or mess with other people. And I'm not saying it because of you and her. Oh no. I'm saying when you're around single people, a lot of times they do single people shit, shit. which is I'm a holler at your chick at the bar. I'm uh, you know, it, I'm, I'm, get, I'm drunk. So that night I, I grabbed some girl's titties because that's what I want to. I didn't think she had a husband. I didn't think she had a man. Um, you know, shit like that. Just annoying shit where I think a lot of times people get in a relationship to stop having all that shit. Like, I'm not trying to get throw up drunk anymore. I'm not trying to get, you know, but I, like I said, exceptions to everything. It is. Um, also, have you seen Action Jackson? Have I seen Action Jackson? Question is, sir, sir. Come on, dude. If so, does it qualify as impossible? Why? It, of course, it, yes, Yes. it's impossible, white man. It's impossible white. It just stars a brother. Of course it's impossible white man. There's it's, one line of, this nigga jumped over a taxi dog. Come on, wasn't it moving too? It, it was coming to, at him full speed yes. trying to kill him at like 60 miles an hour. I said this moving years, yes. And he did a standing jump over a fucking taxi and made it flip over and crash. Yep. 
not to mention like boss not to mention he ran the taxi down on foot yeah he did and the, ta- ah! the taxi is clearly going up to 60 miles an hour at times with no superpowers and this nigga is just running yes what of was course 1970 something 1970 nah, like 80s or hey, 90s okay. not, not that old but yeah action jack of course sir that nigga saved vanity from a heroin addiction with just his dick it was amazing <laughs> there's one line of galore he drove a car but flight of stairs in a house and he got a chick the quick crack yeah it was crack that's what it was all with his dick just just bam here's some dick she was like oh i'm i don't no longer need crack this is the high i've been searching for um you guys are doing ah. a great job keep up the good work representing for the black people dropping them tips p.s i'll donate someday soon so i can claim the title i'm an engineer but i still got my sub ho peace peace thanks so much man uh chris also writes in lip smacking good karen hey really enjoying this show from the guests to the questions they've all been great especially kenny gilbert it's obvious they sense your enthusiasm and as a result open up and speak at great length about their culinary experiences your questions are great i have to admit i thought it would be a i'll listen to one show and that'll be it sort of thing but nope this is one of my favorites of the premium content shows good job hey. karen and advanced tipping nomination for the best interview lsg3 thank you mm. you know what's funny though and this is why when people are like well can i just get listen to one show i like sports but i don't like the other it's like you don't, you don't know, know what, what the you, fuck you like nope you won't know but that's why it's, it's you so fuck good. around listening to karen and you be 40 50 pounds heavier than when you started because you can't stop <laughs> eating okay so um if you need to gain weight uh listen to lip smacking good it's a good way you know some people like i can't put on this weight before after yeah i had to eat first i start editing the trailer i'm like what's in the kitchen i'll be right back i know it's so um black burger king by d she says hey rod and karen rod i feel your pain when you talked about black burger king on episode 42 I used to work at a black at a black burger king on the hood side of town when i was younger and there were times when we opened the store open the store karen and made no sales at all <gasps> and didn't have beef patties aren't you aren't you burger king aren't you known for the whopper yes burger king had no burgers imagine the pure anger we were faced with when people d- would drive up to the drive-thru to see a sign that said no beef and it was even worse when we had to tell people that we had no meat um when they came to the front counter shaking my head love the show Wow. Why did y'all even open your doors? Dude, I, everybody making minimum wage for nothing. They must have been selling crack out the back of that joint. Uh, it's all the way that place stand open. You sure ain't standing for no whoppers. My rundown of the week shows by Tyrone Smith II. Hey, Rod and Karen. Enjoy this week's shows. Here's my rundown of them this week. 482, Morgan P. Campbell was a great guest for the show. I, it was great to hear insight into the career, into the career I want to go into, journalism. Fun fact, journalist, journalism, great. Chris Hansen is from my hometown of Lansing, Michigan. Anyway, on your issue of the article written blaming black people for the failure of gay marriages passed in Illinois, I agree that he was too general in his statement and did not bring enough facts to the table. At the same time, at the same time, I see some of what he touched on in my own family. I have a cousin that legitimately believes gay people are just a made up group of white people of white people to undermine black people's push for civil rights listen your uncle's fucking crazy and that in no way represents black people at all even black people that don't want to see gay people get rights that's not the belief they have it's more grounded in religion than that fucking conspiracy five percent of bullshit from the wu-tang ain't that the truth 
granted he's in his 50s so i'll just have to accept we will never see eye to eye on this i'm assuming that he's uh, uh papa Wu, and we found him ah <laughs> like he's he's your he's using your family yeah gay people undermine civil rights mandela ah 1997 mandela how tyrone smith second go get me something to drink some of that red clay <laughs> uh 483 the skinny jeans argument hits home with me in an odd way i live in east lansing go spartans even though we sucked this past season and the kids in the college hipsters wear skinny jeans meanwhile on the south side of lansing all the dudes sag on unbelievable levels and get mad when they can't catch up to the bus when it's about to leave the station okay episode 45 mike kaplan was an interesting guest i found him to be highly intelligent but someone i could disagree with and still continue talking to I'll definitely have to look up his podcast. Yeah, it's called Hang Out With Me. Uh, you can find it at com slash hang. Um, and he is very intelligent and, uh, I just feel like he's putting out his point of view. He's not telling everybody that wrong or coming out condescending. No, he's not. Uh, I don't know. I just like that dude, man. Um, he's a funny dude. Yep. Uh, and, uh, most of the conversations I have with people are ones where I can agree with you and continue talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if i don't i can still talk to you that's pretty much the basis of our show is hmm, well that is an interesting way to look at that but let's talk about this thing too you know uh, i don't think we've ever had a fuck you shows over moment on the blackout tip so i don't know well that's all i have to write been busy writing essays to better work on my skills for hopefully becoming the next chris hansen or tom brokow myself from your favorite small town blurred howard tom smith the second okay um uh, thanks thank you for writing man john writes in what's going on tbgwt family loving the show love what you're doing been listening to the show about a year it's getting better every year i love the episode when you were talking about your experience at the dollar store and burger king i had the same experience at mcdonald's but this is in the white area oh snap but the supervisors were black and all the employees <laughs> were black ah but yeah that happened to me in ohio one day man like we were driving through ohio to go to detroit and um it was like cornfields and i'm starting looking out the window and it's just oh you see the cows and the horses and shit out there mm -hmm. and i look out the window and it's just every time we go through it's white people white people white people white people white people it's like we got gas in this one place it's like nothing but white people um and so i'm like man there's no black people in this fucking like in ohio and we were like let's get something to eat from this mcdonald's walk in there nothing but black people (laughs) that's where they hang out they all working all working (laughs) it was like uh it's like hey brothers and oh it's like how i imagine negroes from the north felt about the south when they seen like oh cool there's some black people oh those chains yeah you're not free oh Oh, shit well y'all have a good one uh, but the supervisor was black and all the black employees. My spider sense is telling me to go home, but my stomach was saying, nigga, I'm hungry. I meant to make a long story short, motherfuckers say, said they were not serving breakfast anymore and it was only 10, 20 a.m. I was pissed off. Rod, I was on Twitter. People were going crazy about the Cheerios commercial. I'm a black male. My wife is Latin. I didn't see, uh, anything wrong with the commercial. What's your opinion? You guys be blessed. Peace. What commercial? 
the commercial about the little girl it's this commercial didn't you tell me it was cute didn't didn't you didn't, it, you, didn't it, you make me watch it it was cute the, the 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 little girl and her mommy was having a conversation about cheerios and she was asking you know what does cholesterol or something like that mean and she was like well it's good for your daddy's heart mm-hmm. her daddy was asleep so she took the cheerios and put it on his chest because that's you no know, in her mind frame that's his heart yeah. so he wakes up with all these cheerios on his chest i mean it was a really but people went fucking nuts about that really? commercial yes and nuts out. what did they say they you know ba- basically i mean just being racist and putting nasty comments and cheerios was like we're not taking down this commercial you know little girl was biracial and as much people try to say we're over racist we're not because if it had been a white girl doing the same thing nobody would have had a problem with it but all of a sudden with this one cheerios is getting nasty comments nasty feedback people demanded them to take it down because little girl was biracial Mm. and it made no sense it was a cute commercial see man uh that's just about to piss me off and i only just heard of this so i'm gonna say uh yeah, they had to disable their comments because so many what people, yeah the, cheerios had to disable their comments because so many people went on there and cheerios cheerios basically like fuck y'all we'll still air this commercial this commercial is not racist this commercial is not insensitive so so we're gonna keep it up there like who like, what well like black people were complaining like no no white no. people were complaining yes 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 yo why why would we complain about a little black girl just i mean i hate to be that like that but why yeah. would we complain about a commercial about a cute little black girl that's amazing and people wonder why you can't really get black roles on tv and shit like motherfuckers don't even want to see a interracial relationship in a fucking 30 second commercial 30 seconds dog 30 seconds and, 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 and not to get angry but you know what fuck you if you keep saying we're in a post-racial country and fuck you every time i bring up race and racism it does matter the color of my skin does matter well thank you cheerios man i'm glad we bought uh cheerios uh this week mm-hmm. shout out to uh michael felder and the harris teeter uh vic club he know what's up oh he was he was sending you he thank you felder you keeping us on it uh well you know white housewives gotta stick together balls deep sports this is from j4 what up rod so i was looking at the stat sheet and bronzilla had one less board than anybody on the heat who played less than 20 minutes combined i'm also team trade wade he's gimpy and everybody's fucked lebron <laughs> and everybody's fucked gabrielle union okay i heard that last part on boston <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i didn't know that but um why doesn't supposed to make in-game changes? How do you feel about the Heat doubling Sears, Clarence, Rack, Duncan hard and forcing one of them other niggas to beat you? I double at the three and maybe the five because Parker and the sunroof guard can hit those open jumpers. Also, it's fuck Danny Green. Go Duke. I definitely felt that the final score was an indicative of the game flow. The third quarter for Miami was not good, but considering that the Spurs only won by four, I hope Spo makes some indu- adjustments and is not afraid to make in-game adjustments if necessary for the rest of the series. To me, that's what's keeping Spo out of the top tier coaches. I agree. I think he still does. The, the thing that's funny though is he's in the top tier coaches only because coaching in the NBA is so bad, but nobody would say he's close to Popovich. Nobody would even. That's not even a debate anyone's starting. So oh, no. he's got to start showing us a reason. He got to be more aggressive. You don't get, you don't beat the Spurs going, Oh, let's sit back and see what they do first. No. Every time you see the Spurs get put out of the playoffs, it's because a team went at them hard and made the Spurs have to start figuring out ways to keep up. Yep. So I don't know. He got to do the same thing. Be aggressive. Um, 
I, I think he still doesn't have the coach slash the coach confidence slash arrogance that says if i make a strategy change that shit will work Spolster is that low self-esteem chick with big ass titties but no ass mm. we all know someone like that ah <laughs> if you're thinking of her right now i want y'all to reach out to her and say neighbor you ain't got the word no more it's gonna be okay uh she should be cooking out here in the streets but she doesn't have any confidence because she's only focused on her lack of ass for spo it seems like he lets his youth hold him back spo needs to coach like he has he's in total recall and got three great titty meets from jay fool thanks jay fool uh i'll i'm gonna save that one for uh for balls deep too so me justin can talk about it justin keep being like does anybody talk about these these spinoff shows we doing i was like listen to the show saturday nigga <laughs> no <laughs> yes because yes, we like to keep all of them in one spot <laughs> right yes they do uh dom right saying hey rod uh hey tbgwt my name is dominique call me dom uh oh yeah i just realized i don't know if that means girl or guy okay well dom thank you uh i found rod through twib and started listening to you guys at that guest spot on where's my 40 acres and i've been listening to your show ever since i love it and try not to miss an episode my favorite segment is dim thrones which pushed me to finish slash start watching the show about three weeks ago when i marathoned all the episodes in about three days in my post-graduation rebellion against responsibility on my dad's couch i just wanted to comment on episode 480 you got the juice now from last week because i was behind and didn't get the chance to write an email well me and my sister do something similar to the you got the juice now exit where we'll catch a person off guard and usually asking a question like guess what or you know what happened and if they reply what we'll reply with you got the juice now just to annoy the other person (laughs) (laughs) anyway love the show you guys continue to get bigger and expand i'll become a premium member as soon as i as soon as my recent college graduate for future master's student budget can afford it. Love you guys, Dom. Thank you, Dom. We appreciate it. Um, and yeah, you got the juice is, uh, is awesome. Uh, I, I absolutely love, uh, I, I still say it. I say it a lot now. Uh, pretty much every time I leave the basketball court, somebody gets the juice. Uh, and, uh, everybody loves the juice, man. So, um, all right. That's all for the feedback show. Tomorrow's guest, um, is actually going to be uh Twan and Mike from Where's My 40 Acres. Oh, shit, not the other half? Mm-hmm. We never have them on. You know, they finally got out the house. They free. Uh, so we're going to have them on tomorrow for uh the podcast. Uh, and then we have other guests coming, man. Um, Tuesday, of course, fun. is Them Thrones. Uh, Wednesday, the show's at 5. We're going to have Hemda and Lauren from, uh you know, the KATG family um, yes. over there. And, um uh, also, would it be in like Pride Month? Uh, yes. Ask them some questions. Talk to them about their relationship. Very interesting couple. They um, are, and uh, still an inspiration to us, uh, sincerely. And yes, they are. Uh, you know, you know, how I do, you know how we do, people. So we will be back tomorrow. Um, this is a long ass feedback show, but you guys are worth it. And we only have one other spinoff to record today, so fuck it, two hours. That's how we do, nigga. All right, man. Until tomorrow. I love you. I love you too, baby.